Welcome back to Streaming Surfers, everyone. My name is August Ricardo. My name is Jesse Davis. And I'm Calvin. Hey! Yay! Calvin! Second yeah. guest number two. Yeah. And um, three, but you don't know that yet. Well, I mean, no, because he's still the same person. <laughs> I, I will count. I will go by a different name. I'm going to go by August. Well, don't do that, please. <laughs> I'll be September. <laughs> no. 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 You're so uh, clever. And then after that one's over... I could be October, and y'all can wake me up. There we go. Yeah. Um, so, uh, last time we had a guest, they sort of introduced themselves. Do you want to... Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, Calvin. Yeah, what certifies you to be on this podcast from what, the two is This is a podcast about movies? Allegedly. Yeah, I don't know anything about movies. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing at all? No. Uh, my name how many is, movies have you not made? How many movies have I not made? Yeah. I've not made two. Like, I've started making two and then not finished those two. So <laughs> those are not made, yeah, not made movies. Uh, I have made technically two and more anymore that we don't talk about. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's me. And then I'm making another one in April with Whoa. Jesse. Hell yeah. I wasn't invited. <laughs> you, you, you'll be invited. There's some kind of... There, there'll be a place for you. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so it's good to have you on the show. Absolutely. Um, for twice in a month, I guess, suppose. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, I guess because this episode's not going to come out today. Yeah, It'll be out either tonight or oh. tomorrow morning. It's the month of love, baby. <clears throat> the month of love. <laughs> oh, yeah. Month of love. We, I don't think we've done that any other time we said month of love. No. Okay. So, um, should we hop into the news then? Unless we have uh, anything else we'd like to. Uh, you have anything else you want to say to introduce yourself? Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to... I mean, my movies are on YouTube. So you can go watch those if you want. Yeah, what's the, what's the name of the YouTube channel? It's just Calvin T. Shepard Films. <laughs> Very there simple. We go. I wasn't sure if it was that or if it was Outsiders. <laughs> no, it, it was <clears throat> supposed to be Outsiders, and then I screwed up, and then figured out you can't change it, and I was like, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> right. I guess this is what we're going with. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. So okay. yeah, Calvin T. Shepard films. Uh, check out Forgery and Country Mustard. Yeah, yeah man. thanks, man. I didn't even say that. So that there, there we go. go. <laughs> some uh, some some new stuff coming soon. Yeah, yeah. all right. Maybe some familiar voices. To yeah, you guys. Yeah. You wouldn't know our faces, but well, I mean, voices. for me, it might not matter so much. Are you kidding me? They probably are watching your uh, Instagram while uh, <coughs> Jesse doesn't use his Instagram. Yeah, I don't use my Instagram. <laughs> I don't know if we even plug our personal Instagrams ever. I remember I met Jesse through a headshot before I ever actually met him, and um, yeah. he didn't look anything like No. <laughs> Nothing at all. I remember the first time I met Jesse, and he looked like the most Evan Peters slender man there ever was. Evan just, Peters. Like, yeah. <clears throat> just just yeah. chilling in the corner of an acting room. Mm-hmm. All right. Just chilling in the corner. So. All right. Let's do some news. Exclude, because they didn't have the characters to say exclusive, I assume. Guy Ritchie. To tackle World War II genre as he is on board to write and direct Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare for Paramount and Bruckheimer. Do you know anything about uh, the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare? No, I, that's the first time I it's heard that. It's a cool as hell story, but August tells it better. So, so basically, in um, World War II, there was this uh, branch of the British uh, intelligence called the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. And they were spies. And that's what uh, James Bond is based off. Ian Fleming was actually one of their agents. Roll Dahl, Noel Coward. Guy Ritchie is doing this? He is. Mm-hmm. Oh my and god. And the way, <laughs> what they did, their mission was they all went to America. And they would like get into influential American parties. And they would try and convince isolationists to like change their stance and like join World War II. 
And um, the primary way they did this was by fucking their wives. <laughs> and um, there's actually a quote. Oh, gentlemanly. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this quote from Roald Dahl um, where he was sleeping with, I believe, the editor of Times' wife. <laughs> and, you know, because was, it was a mission. He had to, like, send reports back to M, for lack of a better term. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And his actually report was, if I remember the exact wording correctly, I'm all fucked out. This goddamn woman has fucked me from one end of the room to the other. The entire week. I'm here for it. I want to see this. I do too. I'm excited. I think Richie doing it too. Yeah. I think he's a, he's a really good choice. I think he's choice. a good choice. I hope that he does the like slow down. Uh, Just some slow down fucking? Like, yeah, like the, but like the, oh. the uh, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes like where he slows down and decides what he's going to do beforehand. But yes. with the with the fucking. Swipe <laughs> 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 quiver, quiver on the left thigh. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very excited for it. Um, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead announces a May 21st, 2021 release date on Netflix. Seen <laughs> <laughs> the trailer for it? I watched the trailer. It looks like Suicide Squad. Like Suicide Squad, <laughs> but with zombies instead of the weird. Not zombies. Yeah, they were people, and they had like a bunch of eyes, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dirty eyes. They looked like the mutant animal from the Simpsons movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, okay. As far as shit Zack Snyder makes, it doesn't look awful, but also because I don't care about those characters to know that he's fucking them up. So, have you seen his Dawn of the Dead movie? I haven't. Do you know who wrote that? Who wrote it? James Gunn. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Isn't that crazy? Huh. <laughs> Have you ever, either of you ever seen a feminist masterpiece, Sucker Punch? <laughs> I don't even get a Sucker Punch. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Do you know what Sucker Punch is about, Jesse? You've told me. <laughs> I, oh, man. No, oh, what a master, masterpiece. Masterpiece <laughs> movie. That's what he did. It's a feminist masterpiece. <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> it just, just looks like one of those like sequences, but just for like a whole movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you know, we'll see. Um, Snyder cut news. I got three Snyder yeah. cut newses. Um, this is good. Can, am I allowed to say what? No. Yeah. Yeah. We've said. Yeah. It. We've said that. That's okay. we announced last gonna, week. I'll be on that episode, so this is a good thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Um. So. <clears throat> uh, this happened this week, I believe, and if not, I just didn't know we didn't mention it last week because mm-hmm. you didn't. I don't remember you getting angry about it. Um, Zack Snyder was gonna include a love story between Batman and Lois Lane, but then the man. studio says, "No, no, you're not gonna do that." <laughs> that makes me so mad. It, it, I think if I have to point to one, actually, if I had to point to like one thing that just proves Zack Snyder knows nothing about these fucking characters. Is it all the murders? It's I, in the top five. <laughs> it's not number one, but it's in the top five. I, I, I strongly disagree. Okay, have you ever seen <clears throat> the, the animated series Batman Superman crossover movie? Yeah, but that one was just kind of Bruce was, being a dick. I, okay, but if right. it was like a love story, no. But if it's like him being flirtatious with Bruce oh, yeah. Lois Lane... I'm on board. That I'm on board because <laughs> that's, that's Bruce Wayne. Like, yeah, that's the Bruce Wayne public like yeah. persona yeah, too. Yeah, they were kind of together in that movie. I mean, she finds out he's Batman and she is pissed. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that was? Yeah. She's like, I am sitting on the top story of the year, and you're gonna make me keep it a secret. This is bullshit. 
She didn't say that it was a kids movie, but right. <laughs> she said the PG version of it. Right. But still, having it be a after the like close emotional bond that Superman and Batman allegedly formed over Martha. Right. Yeah. To have him then go and nail his wife. Yeah. yeah. It just wouldn't make sense with either of those characters. No. I want the hijin- I want some hijinks though. You know, I want that scene where um It would be an interesting drama idea, like from many years later and outside this universe. Okay, my friend died now. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like right. brothers. You ever seen brothers? I've seen um, some, but I haven't finished it. Dude, I really want Toby to. Toby goes nuts in that movie. Toby's <laughs> only good performance. Yeah, he goes ape shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like. I don't care. I mean, I don't know why he <laughs> do care. It makes me. But, but it doesn't even. It didn't even happen because the studio said no. You're not doing that. Like. Okay, but like. It's one thing that only really I think happened in the in the Justice League animated series, but I was all there for it. And the and the Wonder Woman Batman connection is just it's so good. That one scene yeah. where they're on the roof and he's like, he's like one dating within the team always leads to uh, problems. Two, you're an Amazon princess. Yada yada blah. Three, I'm a rich kid with issues, lots of issues. Four, if my enemies could ever get to you through me, they would. And she like crushes the rock. She's like, next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, uh, I knew what I liked too. I was like, but what if the Joker finds out? And she's like, <laughs> then I snap his neck, and that's <laughs> not a problem. I um, Joker could probably beat anybody. Saucy. <laughs> like the injustice way he beats Superman is brilliant. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. I um alright. News two. <laughs> Snyder Cut that was news only one. two. <laughs> um well, I got, so the Snyder Cut has a reshot hero cameo at the end that will quote blow hardcore fans' minds. You wanna know So what? Ryan Reynolds is Green Lantern? Probably. <laughs> no. You wanna know why I, I guarantee you it's that. Why? Because they're not making a sequel. So no. why well, are he you also like did a, say this week that he's open to coming back for a sequel depending he, on of how Of course he's open to coming back for a sequel. They're, they're not, not open to coming back to a sequel with him. That's gonna be the difference. Right. The only reason that they're letting him do this movie this is, is because... because shut the fuck up. Exactly. I I I, well, I don't know. They might have dug themselves in a hole because as soon as this is over it's gonna be release the Snyder Cut sequel. Like hashtag everywhere. Well here's the thing, I saw this article today and I was kinda reading it and I did show it to Jesse earlier. And I uh, told him, because you know this is going to happen. You know that in like 10 years we're going to get like the movie about how the Zach, how the Snyder Cut got made? About oh, like, yeah. this torture yeah. artist and like the studio just beating down on him and then Josh Wheaton's going to be like, <laughs> like <laughs> so, which is a pretty accurate, it's a pretty accurate description of but, um, Josh. Basically, he, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so he was, one of the things I didn't know was they went to him like last year and they're like, do you want to just release it, man? And then just release it right now as is, literally just to get fans to shut the fuck up. And then right. he's like, no, you're going to give me $70 million and I'm going to make it. And he was like, they're like, okay, we're, no. we're, we're not doing that. And then <laughs> they kept getting yelled at and then COVID happened and they're like, fuck, we can't film anything really. God damn it. Hashtag release the Schumacher cut of Batman Forever. Correct. Agreed. <laughs> um, so today I saw like one of those Instagram questions for like a, just a random film page I asked, and the Insta- and the question was, who is the biggest simp in cinema history and why? 
and mm. I submitted the answer. Zack Snyder is like the simp who gave everything he had just a hit and came too soon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. Like, because it's like we've talked about this. Like Zack Snyder, he the movie didn't exist. And he kept saying, like, oh, it's ready. I can release it on YouTube yeah. today, blah, 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 just to stay relevant. And everyone kept saying, oh, yeah, let him release it, let him release it. And then they said, okay, do it. And he's like, okay, but, like, actually, like, it's not done yet. I need more time. <laughs> I need seven million money. Dollars. I need seven million dollars. Like, it's bold. He made... Well, then the, I remember I saw the other week, I was like, Zack Snyder forgo a paycheck. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't think he should have gotten a paycheck. I think right. this is fucking the same thing. Like, yeah. Well, and, and, like, I do, I do think that I, at one point I thought it would be interesting to see other storylines added in that he was going to do because it is a four hour movie so you have to you you have to like keep my interest for four hours right this is insane um like godfather movies aren't even that long like right. you gotta be kidding me and like to go to go and add the joker in and the way that he is adding in the joker is like a a ghost of christmas past guide through the nightmare sequence which we've already seen the nightmare sequence what's the point of going back right yeah. i thought that was a cool idea i had you read yeah um, i i last watched night the, on earth yeah and um and i understand the Headlantern that, one huh yeah With yeah. Joker yeah and i and i i understand that you and i have different thoughts on that but you have to admit already looking at it oh, that right. was an incredible story compared to what we're going to get here absolutely <laughs> absolutely i think it's a, a phenomenal story it's not my bag but mm. it's really good yeah and if they would have done something like that with the nightmare sequence it could be a whole movie s- yeah yeah, yeah so it has to be a whole movie though it can't be like two percent of this movie. yeah right only you, you know you see stuff because he's like said all the shit he's gonna do I don't know if he is going to do it or what it is, but you say he's like, yeah, and like in the future, Cyborg, all that's left is like his torso, so he's like a backpack or some shit. I remember he said that. I know he yeah. said, and when the Flash travels through time, uh, he can only travel to certain days because the Earth rotates and he has to so travel back weird. in time. Exactly. I'm going to ask him one day, like, have you ever like actually read the words in the bubbles of the comics, or did you just look at the pretty pictures? Right, just- <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we're passing judgment too before we've seen it, and so like to technically, technically, we will watch it, and maybe you'll. Bl- <laughs> maybe it's amazing, but also, I no maybe he's he's over right now, and so I, there's whenever no. I, well, you know, on March nineteenth, I'm gonna sit on that couch right there. And, like, my eyes are going to flash, and I'm going to enter the Avatar state, my chakras are going to be aligned, and I will, like, ascend to a higher plane of being. Right. You guys know that is the aspect ratio, too? Like, that is the movie's aspect ratio. That's a fucking square bullshit? The whole time. Yeah, I found this out recently, is, like, he wanted it to be his original vision, and my opinion, if that's your original vision, then you why did it set up for a square shot? Right. right? Mm-hmm. But he's like, this is my original vision to do it this way because I shot it in IMAX and I fell in love with it when I shot the IMAX, uh, the IMAX sequence in Batman v Superman of the Nightmare sequence and I just thought superheroes are horizontal and uh, yeah, Superman's only vertical when he's flying across the screen and it's like yada yada yada. It's like, what does that mean? Uh, it's just like, it's, just no, it's, a, it's, a ba- it's a bad idea because look, it's already hard to get through those trailers in square in my opinion and to sit there for four hours and watch it and there are movies where you can move to that one four three aspect ratio or the four three aspect ratio and it works but for a movie like this no No. well i had seen someone say that 
the trailers were in that ratio because that new media app he is like yeah. what is it uh, uh, I can't remember but he's the only one that's on it so and, really yeah, I was going to say Verve but I know it's not Verve but whatever yeah. <laughs> and I, and I was, okay someone said that that's the ratio for like mm-hmm. videos on that website and I was like okay I guess but like what does he think he's fucking releasing the Snyder Cut to Quibi like why the hell is he <laughs> what is the point too of all the Jesus references stuff like I like uh, the Joker I, picture in the in the trailers and I know and also looking back at all the other movies he's and like I get it with Superman but like to a certain extent and you gotta well, stop also like, Superman was never in the comics intended to be a Jesus no, he was more just, like a Greek god he's more like, like, more like a Greek yeah. god yeah. It, it, yeah. you had to relate it to some sort of Abrahamic religion he's more like a Moses than a yes. Jesus but well, like, we were watching this TikTok the other day mm-hmm. and it was about how um, I don't know if you know this um Man of Steel was intentionally marketed to Christian groups, and churches were sent sermons. Yeah. About what a Jesus figure Superman is, and why that why Christian people should go see Man. Why, of Steel. why it's your good Christian duty to go watch Man of Steel? Like I understand that it can work if you shove it in that hole and right. make it work. If but you put like, a square peg in the circle hole, right? You it, can, it, it'll it fit. If you have your hammer, you can hit it in yeah. there enough. But, but like, it's just it's um it. And I, I, I like the idea because, like, he does, like, say, like, the Age of Heroes and comparing the Justice League to, to, to the, that era, it kind of makes sense. But, man, then he just skips it over. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't think that, like, Superman's Jesus, aren't we all just sad little ants compared to him as a particularly good take? Like, right. Because <clears throat> yeah. it's totally against Superman's character. Right. I was so happy this week when I saw... I saw <laughs> one scene from it. Superman I'm, Lewis. And I was like, yeah, oh, look at that, yeah. a smile. Oh, it was perfect. It was, the costume was perfect. That, was great. that, like, 15-second scene was everything Superman needs to be just boiled down into 15 seconds. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to watch it, and I usually am not excited about Superman stuff. It's just Batman. Yeah. Because he's the one. <laughs> well, and for our final thing... Oh, this is one more. Yeah. Yep. Um, the fucking Cube trailer. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you see it, Jesse? I don't think so. Yeah, every image of a you know, side of the cube is like a either religious or painting or something like that with a Justice League member in or it. a shot that was done better on Daredevil <laughs> or a shot that was done de- better on Daredevil I watched an episode of Daredevil this morning it was, I was happy <laughs> Daredevil fucks I'll have to watch it after this it was like you don't have to you don't like, no I do, you I do. it's like it. it's my my duty as yeah. much as I hate Zack Snyder and all that he stands for as a director, um, yeah, I'm sure he's a fine gentleman. I just think his art sucks. Um, and I, I don't want to consume any of it, but I, I need to. I, I have like this obsessive. I just need hate his fucking like. See it. Oh, look at this! Like Power Rangers 2017 Zordon like <laughs> gray peg shit like. Yeah, I don't, I don't get what it's, that's all about. It's like watching a train wreck. Yeah, like, yeah. I just, I can't not watch it. And it's, it, what upsets me is that, like, especially with Batman, is like you can nail the look, and, and you honestly, I think the performance, but just in the in the way that it's presented, is terrible. I mean, he yeah. kills people. Like, exactly. what the hell is he doing? He's just yeah. around shooting people. Because well, also, like, Christian Bale's Batman definitely killed people. If that shit happened to yeah. people in real life, they would die. Yeah. But we were told in the movie, oh, I don't kill. I don't kill people. Those right. people did not die. 
Right. So we suspend our disbelief and we believe they did not die and Batman doesn't kill people. Dude, when he went over those cop cars and Batman begins, it's like you smash the cab of the car right. down onto the cops. They are not alive. Yeah. <laughs> those dudes are dead. But we're told they're not. So right. they're not. Right. If Zack Snyder would just said like, oh yeah, they didn't die. Explosions don't kill people in my universe. But even then, he could do the mental gymnastics to get there. Well, not even okay. that. Even but he's like, like, no, I'm Batman. I kill people. Yeah. Well, it's not even that. It's also like, um, you know, we are told explicitly, even if we're not told explicitly, I kill people. We're told I brand people, and they sure die after I brand them. Right. Like, and there's right. an interview with him where he's like, yeah, my, my Batman, well, he, he obviously kills people. I was just like, when I told him my crew, they are like, yeah, like, obviously he kills people. You know, and like, and it, it, well, he, he's he like, grow up, stop living in your fantasy land. He's got, <laughs> you got to read some comics, man. You got to read them, like actually read them. Because obviously you obviously looked at the pictures in The Dark Knight Returns. Returns yeah. Right? You looked at the pictures. You saw a like, cool shot. You jumped cool. And Batman's shooting people. And then, you know, but you forgot to read the line where it says, rubber bullets you know you forgot right. to read that line but there are whole stories like ego where like the whole story is about batman struggling with the morality of even putting someone like the branding thing you just talked about right yeah. he get in that story he gets someone to rat on the joker and the, the guy knows what the joker is going to do to himself so he kills himself right and the whole story after that is batman dealing with the with the morality of what he's done and everything and like so the branding thing makes no sense. No, it's right. so stupid. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. All right. I have the bat brand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else for the Snyder Cut, or should we no. move on? Let's, Let's move, move on. on. Sticking with the stuff of the uh, sticking with that, uh, sticking with the theme of stuff that Jesse likes. Rick and Morty staff has uh, been writing uh, season seven. <laughs> season seven? Yeah. It's not. Even, wait, wait. I thought five. They, they haven't aired five yet. Yeah, they haven't even aired five yet, or six. Yeah. How are they doing that? Well, they've been renewed for 100 episodes, so they're just writing them all out. I mean, if Rick and Morty's your bag, I'm happy for you. I'm glad you enjoy it. It is very much the opposite of my bag, so I don't. <laughs> I So I watched it my freshman or sophomore year of, of college, mm -hmm. and I became obsessed with it, not going to lie. And then, but like then I, nobody was watching it. But by the time season three came out and the whole Pickle Rick thing went down, I stopped just even getting excited. I just right. I watch it, but I'm not excited anymore. It's just like it's the the novelty of it is gone. Yeah, <laughs> I I watch. I like it. I mean, mm -hmm. I like it. You know, I watch it. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, don't I, I do I like too. It. I'm not saying I don't. But I just, like the novelty of it. The novelty's worn it off. Season four was particularly disappointing. I liked one episode in season four. I did as well. I think I don't even know which one it was at the top of my head. I just but know that I, there was. I, one. It's the one where Morty gets like the prestige button. Oh, the prestige button. Yeah, yeah. that's the one I liked. Massive <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah. Yeah, dude. The fucking like train <laughs> episode where they thought they were more clever than they were. Yeah. <laughs> No, I remember walking up for the first time and being, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you can't just jerk yourself off in front of me for 30 minutes and call it art. Like, <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, you're more Rick and Morty until the end of time. Um, Charlie yeah. Day, Jenny Slate, Gina Rodriguez, Scott Eastwood, and more to star an Amazon rom-com, I Want You Back. It's a fun cast. Yeah, it is a fun cast. That's really all there is to that. Um, a fun cast, especially like for a rom-com, I can definitely see it. Rom-com. I dig it. Rom-com. Rom-com. 
Rom-com. Yeah. Rom-com. Rom-com. Uh, Marvel Studios is planning on introducing multiple characters from Big Hero 6 into the MCU, and then they decided, no, we're not. We yeah, That's yeah. not true. Then they are. Yeah, they totally are. <clears throat> well, I actually had heard someone say that um, they're kind of strategically feeding out fake info to try and figure out where all these WandaVision leaks are coming from. Right. Well, and it's it's interesting because uh, I remember months ago we, we got the leak that uh, Evan Peters was going to be in... Well, that wasn't a leak. The, um... <clears throat> spoiler. But, like... <clears throat> but, yeah, like... Yeah, but, like, he... No one... Be- I remember when that happened and everybody was like, yeah, bullshit. Bullshit. That ain't never gonna happen. So now I'm just like, at this point, all these things come out and I'm like, I believe it. I'm here. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I believe it until, until I, I have definitive proof it's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um... I don't know. Who do you I, think the mind-blowing cameo at the end of it is? I know who I want it to be, but is? this is just because I love, like, Magneto is my, like, I have, like, a, my top three uh, Marvel characters, and they're all tied, and Magneto is one of those characters, yeah. and I would do anything to see Magneto show up at the end. And um, everyone's like, well, that's not her parents, you know, and it's like, I feel like she recognized Pietro without knowing that he did looked different you know like i feel like if your dad or your mom or your sister got facial record facial reconstruction they look completely different and they knocked on your door at a certain point you're gonna recognize them right, right. and and mm-hmm. with with the whole thing was like those weren't her parents those weren't her parents they were adopted by the maximoffs in the comics right. that was how that <clears throat> happened so i mean they could she could find that off i understand that like it might not, it, it might not work in a thousand different ways i had an X-Men pitch of how it could work in the MCU at one point. At this point, how things have changed, it probably wouldn't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, there is ways around the whole them not existing in the so, MCU right. at this point. Do you want, um, like, do you want Fastbender to show up? Or I, do you just I, want... Fastbender is, I mean, I understand Ian McKellen is incredible, but Fastbender, I think, like, I can watch Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix just for Fastbender. Like, I can oh, go back and yeah. watch those movies because he is incredible. He's, I, he's yeah. perfect as Magneto, but I don't want to see... I If I, we do see Magneto, I don't want it to be Fastbender just because I... I know I'm, I'm the stick in the mud about this, but I want to keep the universes separate. And if they want to explore the multiverse, that's fine, but do it with characters that aren't from other previously established universes. Well, and see, and I've thought about that too. Um, I, I've mentioned this is like... When when we got to the end of Far From Home, mm-hmm. right, and we watched the after credit scene, and we saw J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson, right, right, there was no thought in our heads that that is the J. the J. Jonah Jameson from the Tobey Maguire movies, right. I think that like Evan Peters can be playing Quicksilver, but he doesn't have to be playing right, right, and 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 to because like what the the way the multiverse could work is like. And one universe they look like this, and one universe they also look like this, but they're not that same character. Right. And I and I, and I mean obviously because J. Jonah Jameson is not that right. particular one. I could so. <clears throat> I could get behind that. Like if if they brought Fastbender back to play Magneto, but they found some way to say specifically mm-hmm. he's from this universe. Right. He just happens to look like that. He, there's no connection whatsoever to the Magneto from the Fox movies, who right. looks exactly the same. Yeah, down because he's great as that character. 
Do you guys remember when those video essays came out right before Endgame, the one Marvelous scene one? There was like yes. 30 of them. I can't remember which YouTube channel this was, and I, I apologize to said person. I don't know who it is. Not that they would listen to this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Actually, we, we were included in one of them. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, the Doom Patrol one was part of one of those groups. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so he, so he did the farm scene. At the end of uh, that was, was, do you remember? I think it was Nando B movie. Okay, well I apologize, Nando B movies for not remembering. Either you are. <laughs> <laughs> and um, anyway, so I, I I think he made a very very good point when he brought up that farm scene because that the Infinity happened. War farm scene or the yeah. character development farm in Ultron. Uh, the Infinity War farm scene. Yeah, that, that was that one was Nando. What's when he got that? to the end, there. the very end of. Infinity War, where he comes and sits down and looks oh, at the universe. Oh, and, at the yeah, and he's yeah, tired. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, <clears throat> he's not cackling like uh, Agatha. <laughs> and uh, he gets there, and um, like they, when we, when the comics came out, that's what happened. Right? Yeah. They snapped the the half the universe went away, and then he went and sat at his farm. And his farm, out. right? And there was like he said, there was no way that any of us believed going into that movie that that would be what happened. And, you know, four years before that, none of us ever believed that we would ever see Spider-Man in this universe. And they yeah. keep they keep doing things that we want to see, but we never believed we would see. Now, I understand that you don't want to see that. I, but I understand I, I'm in the minority there. <laughs> yeah, I, I just remember how frustrated I had been all through high school, like, with them not being there as the universe was building and knowing that I wasn't ever going to get to see Hugh Jackman Wolverine over there and um no not not saying that we're going to see that but like right. if they could break that convention on that level I mean that would be insane I mean we're already probably getting the convention broken that we've never seen the actual live action Spider-Verse thing I mean just yeah I would love to see those conventions just keep being broken which is fair yeah. I just I'm I'm sort of of the live and let lie variety where like the stuff that's done is done. Let's right. let it be done. Moving on, we can do whatever we want but leave the past where it is. Let the past die. Yeah. Kill it if you have to. <laughs> no. <laughs> so <laughs> the best Star Wars movie in the new trilogy. <laughs> Should we move into um, Spider-Man? Yeah, while we're talking about it. We do, we have the official title. Oh, Oh, yes, we do. We do. Uh, Spider-Man No (laughs) Way Home is officially in theaters this Christmas, and then Tom Holland, the lying little Brit. Yeah, there's all three of them. (laughs) Yeah, he says there's no cameo from Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Well, and it was all three of those that uh, uh, Zendaya... That lying little crumpet. And they released the fake titles. (laughs) Oh, the fake titles, yeah. I, I... I thought it was interesting. I, I made my first ever TikTok video this week. Oh, did I you? saw yeah. that, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it. And it <clears throat> got like over 4,000 views and like 300 likes. It was insane. Jesus. I, it, it did really well. I was very um, surprised. I'm not meaning to open TikTok, <laughs> but I wanted, um, yeah, three almost 4,000 views. It's cool. That's fucking awesome. But uh, the, the, I did the, the titles, like each of those titles, and I was like, um, Phone for home, bitch. You've been to space. That Spider Man's been to space. Then the other, the second title was uh, Home Wrecker, and I thought uh-huh. Toby Maguire, the one who wrecks 
the wedding. Right. <laughs> and then home slice just seems like a skateboarder term. Yeah. <laughs> to bring in Andrew. So maybe in like nineteen seventy. Yeah. Wait. No, I don't know what I was saying. I was like, I meant ninety-seven. Nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a lying little crumpet. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I want to believe him. I do, but I know he's lying. So I, I, I saw this like whole breakdown thing that said that like Tom Holland's inability to deal with spoilers thing is all fake. Like it's I all think it totally staged. is. I yeah. think that like he I, did. I think he legitimately uh, like messed up with the first one. I know there was the first one, and yeah. I believe that one was real. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember what it was, but I I think that's real. And then I think after that, they just played into. Yeah, Marvel right. was like, oh, he's so <laughs> like with the end game. Twitter was like, he's so cute. That was the end game poster reveal was absolutely a that was obviously thing. well yeah because like. <clears throat> He's not as bad as Mark the, Ruffalo. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you couldn't, like, yeah, the Endgame thing was fake. I don't think he really, like, and they're joking about it in this. Like, it's obviously, like, a yeah. joke. Like, he can, right. you know. If he was really bad, they'd fire him about it. Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, because obviously that was how Garfield got fired, so. Right. Well, that and he was a dick. But. Yeah. Him and Toby both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I... I think we're going to see that. I think it is just going to be at the end. Like, I mean, I guess I'm supposed to like scream in the theaters when like Doctor Strange is like, "Hey, these two guys through a portal." Like, yeah, is it going to be? Like, the, is it going to be? We're going to get more of them in the Doctor Strange movie. I feel like Toby. The reason why, because like the rumor is that he was the hardest to get on. I feel like he was like, "I'm dying. You're going to wanted, kill my Spider-Man." The 100%. real, the real, uh, the hot scoop was that he wanted more out of mask screen time because <laughs> Tobey Maguire is not culturally relevant right, right now. He's no longer relevant, and he wants to be re-relevantized by yeah. Having his face. I, I really do think, though, he wanted to die too. Oh, I agree. I yeah. think they probably signed both of them to two picture deals. He's a Harrison Ford. Yeah. Yes. I'm coming back if you um, kill me. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard this one, Calvin. I've told Jesse about it. He doesn't like it. But I will tell you mm. about it. Yeah. And then if you know what I'm talking about, then <clears throat> who knows? Um, it was another. I believe this one was Captain Midnight. Mm. There was a pitch for how he wanted to see them do the three Spider Man because. Mm-hmm. That broke a while ago. Then all yeah, of them were together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wanted it to be Tobey Maguire and, and Tom Holland team up by the end of the first act of the movie, uh-huh. and they revealed that like, oh, um, like they're trying to figure out what world this like world disturbances is going through, mm-hmm. and then they go to Andrew Garfield's Earth, and it's revealed that he's been Superior Spider Man. Okay, no, I okay, I love spirit. I was so I against too. it. I was so against it for so long, and then I once I started reading it, I'm like, this is pure magic. I love this. This is great. I I'm on that. I'm on board. I'm on board. I I, I think that Toby should be superior to Fire Man, though. I think because he has the best Doc Ock. But his Doc Ock is dead. <laughs> his Doc Ock is dead, but Alfred Molina is supposed to be coming back, is he not? Yeah, no. So they were saying that they'd be like. Um... I don't even remember the particulars of it, but the if I recall, it was that like Alfred Molina exists as Otto Octavius throughout all three. That yeah. works perfect. And I he, mean, that's what I just yeah. said. He <laughs> superior Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, and Andrew Garfield is like taken over Oscorp, and he's like would be, runs this kind of like technocrat. That would be beautiful. New York. Why don't you like it? I just don't think it works for the movie. I really like the comic. I don't think I it's, can I can see that. Yeah. 
Um, and hmm. I also like if we were getting a superior Spider-Man movie, I'd rather it be like a sort of like Logan like on its own spin-off thing and not really connected to hmm. the rest. Because I don't think I also think so. Would you it prefer would like a last fans. hurrah for Toby or something? Of like maybe that could see. I feel like Toby's the one who. Could, well, I feel like Toby or Andrew could really pull that off. Like yeah. they re- both of them could really. Yeah. Pull that I feel off. like he would work better with Toby's Spider-Man. I think Andrew, Andrew would be better. I a better prefer, actor and could. I prefer to see better. like. Andrew well, they, I think they should fight too for it. So yeah. Um, well, then Andrew Garfield. <laughs> So, so I also got a question about this title too. Do you guys think that No Way Home is going to be like a Spider Verse scenario where other Spider Men are put into the MCU and they have No Way Home, or where Tom Holland is kicked out of the MCU and he has No Way Home? I think it has more to do with the fact that his identity has been revealed. I think that I think the title doesn't really indicate anything about the multiverse. I think this movie is set during Christmas, and we will have long resolved this identity issue. By the time this you know no, we long... can't do this one during Christmas. Not until they no, can do set Spider- during Christmas. Is it really? Yeah, like on set photos. That That's lame. They couldn't. They should have waited to do that until they could have done Spider Man Home Alone. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think. Like, do you know how long like court cases and shit take? Even the the big like super public ones. Listen, I'm For sure. Fucking ever. Well, no, and I it's mean, like six months in the context if, of the movie. Speaking so of which, if we don't see Charlie Cox in costume at one point, he won't be. I don't think he will be. I think actually, it's probably going to end up being Jessica True. as his lawyer, and not no, no. Jessica um, Walters, She Hulk, oh. instead of to not Charlie. I don't not, think so. Not Spider Woman. No. I she a lawyer? She is yeah. a lawyer. Yeah. Well, you have so many lawyers that could work there. I bet. Yeah. So then, why is Charlie? Both. If I recall correctly, she looks a DA, right? Or did I make that up? Charlie. So she could be she could be prosecuting him. Oh, that'd be interesting if we got Jessica Walters prosecuting and, and uh, Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. Well, uh, uh, see, that'd be cool. He, 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 I'm glad he's gonna be in this movie because I just think he is one of the best things that has happened to the MCU. This yeah, part, agreed. The most underrated things that's happened to the MCU. Yeah, absolutely. And he deserves to be on these teams 100%. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know if we're going to see him in costume, mainly because that doesn't feel like what this movie... Did you guys ever play the 2000s Spider-Man video game? No. No. Okay, so it was the early 2000 game I had on PS1. It was so much fun. And there's like a scene where you're in J. Jonah Jameson's office and you've been framed... Well, you're, you're playing Spider-Man. You've been framed for like a heist and you jump out and like Daredevil lands in front of you. He's like, hold it, Spider-Man. It's like, man... I just love seeing them together. We gotta yeah. get one scene. I, one I do scene. really like seeing them together, but I think especially if they're doing the multiverse stuff in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's this like, is not the. That's what I'm movie. saying. Like at the end of it, he's he's be like, yeah, look, these two Spider-Man have come through the portals to help you. Also, this guy, like, <laughs> and I like also this guy. I really like this. Also, he's guy. my favorite of the three who have shown up here. Yeah, but but like. You know, I don't think we're gonna see him. Like, <laughs> I gotta hope so. I, they can't waste him. Maybe in the post credits, like maybe Spider will be like swinging around at night or something. If, if and then like someone just like baton him, and then he'll be like, "What's up? I'm in these movies now because people yell." Season three ended <laughs> with oh god, I just can't. I can't. I can't deal I with the s- idea that they wouldn't move on with that. I, I need still to watch season three. Remember the first trailer for season two when we first got like our first look at the Punisher. Oh, Oh, that was sweet. I, that's maybe one of my the the rooftop scene where it's just like the one cut eight minute monologue that um, 
that Frank gives mm-hmm. where he's chained to the rooftop. Maybe one of my favorite scenes in a Marvel. It's thing. incredible. I, I watched it. I would like watch the eight minutes and then go back and watch it again for like an hour, just crying. The well, whole time. I mean, and and what other I mean MCU thing that you were able to put two superheroes on a roof and have a conversation and that's it. That's all they do. Right. And I mean, it did end with the incredible one shot like fight sequence, like eventually. But I mean, the entire episode is just a conversation for yeah. the most part. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Should we move on? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, we could end up in a black hole here. We've talked about this for a long time. Hayao Miyazaki spearheaded away <laughs> to get a stage adaptation. Huh. Huh. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have either of you seen it? Yeah. When I was like six. I haven't seen it in a long time either. I fucked with it so much when I was a kid. I love that. I think that was the first movie that I was like, this is a good movie, like an actually <laughs> good one. Not like. I'm five and home on the Rangers on. Let's watch this bad boy. Oh, yeah, that, that is a bad boy. That is a good... Actually, I didn't even finish Home on the Ranger when I was a kid. I ran out of popcorn, and then I was like, all right, we can go. Let's pack it up. I legit... That happened. I'm over it. You can ask my parents. Um, I never would walk out of a theater. I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie. I don't care how bad it is. I've never walked out of a movie. I walked out of one. It was not my choice. What movie? Marley and Me. Because my parents took me to go see it, and the whole thing was just like... Uh, Jennifer Aniston and Owen Wilson banging a bunch while there's a dog in the corner and they were like this is not a PG movie suitable for my six year old child and they made me leave and I was like but there was a dog I did I did uh, get a phone call during uh, the most recent Murder on the Orient Express and mm-hmm. I like stepped out in the hallway and talked halfway through through like most of the movie because I just was so bored I didn't care I love that movie <laughs> oh we were they talking about we were talking about the best movie of 2017 movie. the other day and he shot down my The Nice Guys for Murder on the Orient Express. No, I said I, I, I was going through the list of movies in 2017. Was that we baby were... driving you? No, no. That was 2018. No, actually, it was 2017. Yeah, I was You guys are all wrong. What the hell? Well, <laughs> we were talking about how The Nice Guys might be the best, one, movie. The best movie of 2017. Uh, baby and... came out that year. <laughs> I was going through the list, and I was like... I like Murder on the Orient Express, but it's not better than The Nice Guys. And then moving on to the next one. This is this is a false tale you're spinning. I misheard you. I don't remember what you. I know you ended up on one that we were like, this is a. There was one where I said it was like definitively better. I don't remember what it is. I'm gonna find the fuck out. You don't have to. I'm gonna because now it's gonna bug me. Um, <sighs> all right. Is it Baby Dragon? I'm gonna move on to uh, something that I know you can't talk about while you do do that. I. Imagine you can talk about this, mm-hmm. Calvin. Yeah. District 10 screenplay is currently being written, says Neil Blomkamp. Why? Why? It's so good. Just leave it alone. I agree. I watched it for the first time the other night, actually. Cause I was for like, the first time? Yeah, I hadn't seen it yet. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'll watch this. Because uh, I saw this news, and I assumed one of the two of you had seen oh, it. Oh, Logan Lucky. Okay. Blade Runner 2049. I haven't seen that still. Wow. I haven't seen the first place, but I think about it. Because I fell asleep during it. Or, or get, uh, Shape of Water. Wind River. My God. Wind River's really good. Good Time? Jesus, guys, come on. <laughs> good Time is also really good. Have you seen The Nice Guys? Yeah, I've seen The Nice the Guys. The Nice Guys it's is, great. is a phenomenal movie. It is a great movie. <clears throat> I do not think it's better than Good Time. I haven't seen Good Time. I think Good Time is really, really good. It, it's actually, it's really great. So I and don't think Baby Driver came out that year. No, it did. It did. 
I'm not seeing it on my list here. All right, it, it does say the baby driver. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, I'm looking at movies made in 2017. It's not here. It was March 11, 2017. Wow. Baby driver. Yeah. Wow. No. Best movie 2017. March. Yeah. I Five. saw it in a theater in July, and it was like brand new. Yeah. Or June. Best <clears throat> movie 2017. Yeah. It is a damn good movie. I like it. I'm not gonna put my poster on the wall mainly because it has two predators on it, but like. <laughs> that one. He's got Kevin. Who's the other one? It's a little. I didn't know about that. Okay. Yeah, he. Uh, He's real in the grooming. Some stuff came out over the summer about him, like, real bad raping some seventeen-year-old girl when he was like twenty-six. Uh, uh, <clears throat> look, Edgar is a gym, and I understand that uh, that shit. But like, there's so many movies you would have to throw out if you went yeah. that yeah. way. You know what I mean? No, I like it. I like it. I'm not saying oh, I'm not gonna watch yeah. it. I still like it. I'm just it's a great fucking movie. Just, just right made out toss a poster of Kevin Spacey and Hanson Little Gordon on the wall. That's fair. <laughs> but there's a sequel coming, and so is he, he's not in trouble. Like, I think they should just make that one Deborah Driver. Yes, yeah, Deborah Driver. <laughs> <laughs> Baby died off screen. I was totally against seeing a sequel, and then I he got arrested I, again. And then I watched it, and um, like I watched it again recently, and because the sequel is pitched as a John Bernthal. Yeah, John Bernthal's back. Yeah, villain. and I, I, I honestly think that's a great idea for a sequel because like watching it again, like I was against it because I liked the part where. John Burfell's like, if you don't see me again, it's because I'm dead. And then he walks out, and the elevator closes, and you never see him again. But, like, the idea of him getting out of prison, and then someone like John Burnthal being like, heist, you're doing it. And he's like, no. And he's like, I'll kill you. And he's like, well, okay, maybe. Okay. <laughs> all right, I guess I'll heist. <laughs> I'll, heist all, I'll heist all week. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, District 10. I think District 9 works really well. I... Really like it. I actually ordered a poster of it because I watched it for the first time and I was like, this movie fucks so hard. But like... District 10. I don't need to see a District 10 and also like... My issue, my biggest issue with District 9 as a movie is it doesn't really feel like it commits to a style. Because it feels to me like we're supposed to watch it as though this is an in-universe documentary about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. But then also it has movie scenes in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um... In District 9, is there more... In one district around the world of the no. same, at the same time. No, District so, Ten is what they got moved to. Like it's. Called. See, I, I don't like that. See, say had there been a, a, like aliens come to planet like the way that they do in this movie, and they come just every direction, right? And so maybe maybe now we go instead of South Africa, we go to somewhere else where we can make an apartheid ocean uh, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 see what this how how this part of the world dealt with the same thing um i would i would be interested in that if it took place at the exact same time as district nine but moving forward i don't feel like there's anything to move forward to well because i know it ends do you care no okay because i know it ends with christopher going away yeah but like i like it more as like a oh does he come back does he fulfill his promise does he just book it out of there more than I need to like like I like asking questions about what happens next as opposed to like knowing what happens next yeah like yeah. for this movie in particular exactly and I, I'm with you on that end I, yeah. I agree I think yeah no I'm, I'm not about a District 10 I'll watch it but I'm not about yeah. a District 10 I need to watch District 9 we'll watch it later this week yeah uh, breaking huh? breaking breaking right now as in right now no as in like three days ago oh. but it says breaking but not like in cap lock so it's <clears> not that breaking it's kind of like Breaking. 
It's like it's, uh, it's like a stray baseball hit a window kind of breaking, not like a sure, not like a busting through a door. Um, Avatar: The Last Airbender's animated theatrical film begins production this year with OG creators attached. Nickelodeon will expand the last the Last Airbender and Legend of Korra universe with new animated shows and movies per Avatar Studios. Hmm. Fuck yeah! Do they have anywhere to go? I think that universe, you could go really anywhere, just like Ooh. draw out a timeline, say, okay, Aang's here, Korra's here, Tyler goes to the me. end of the table. Here. Cool. That reminds me. Um, there also is some news. I don't know if this came out this week or I just saw it this week about the tabletop RPG. Oh, yeah. So, it will be set. It encompasses 500 years, I guess. Okay. We get <clears throat> Roku era, Kyoshi era. Um, Aang era, Frozen Aang era, Aang Unthought era, Korra era. And that's what it is. Right. And <clears throat> um, you can't be the Avatar. And I think that's why, that's why they said it within those confines. So that Right. Because there's a, an existing Avatar Avatar's. somewhere else. Yeah. Like, you gotta pick one. So, that yeah. Makes sense. Hmm. I'm excited. Uh, and then we got a couple more things. Wow. All right, um, none of you care about this, but I'm going to talk about it for a minute. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know if you care about this, actually. We can have a side conversation. Yeah, you so. can. <laughs> uh, so, Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, but I'm good. <laughs> uh, so, Pokemon has announced reboots of the 2007 games Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, is what they will be released as. Is there going to be a Detective Pikachu sequel? There I already so. is, I think. Oh, like a movie? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I hope so. I actually did really enjoy it. I did too. I had fun with that. I never played or anything. That was like yeah. my real first experience with Pokemon. And it I liked fun. it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. I really liked those games. Pokemon Diamond was my first game. Uh, I got $100 for my uh, birthday when I was seven, and I got Pokemon Diamond, and my dad got Rainbow Six Siege with my $100. Nice. <laughs> Siege. Mm-hmm. Your, so your dad plays video games? I mean, he did in 2007. My dad doesn't play video games. He can't play video games. No, he my, can't figure it out. My dad, we, we bought him an old Nintendo uh, emulator. Uh-huh. Um, and so every once in a while, he'll go down to the basement and play Mario for like an hour. Uh, yeah, he, my dad talks about how he had Pong. <clears throat> yeah. Like, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. ding. <laughs> my uh, dad, we used to play... Well, I mean, we didn't... We maybe take turns or he just kind of watched while I played. I don't even know what it was. Um, we got Force Unleashed. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had like a strict 9 p.m. bedtime because you know how you had that when you were eight, right? Eight. Well, I had that. I had it at one house and not the other house. <laughs> and I remember I had a nine o'clock bedtime until I was like out of middle school. <laughs> and I remember I was like on the last level of the Force Unleashed. I had and I had to fight the Emperor, and the Emperor was hard because like Vader it was, was hard. A, the Emperor was hard, at least when I was eight. <laughs> How can you see through the robes or what? <laughs> I was eight, sir. <laughs> he was a difficult fight. Um, so I was like, you know, it's taking a while to beat him. And my mom was like, all right, you got to go to bed. And he's like, nah, let him finish. <laughs> and I got to stay up like an extra hour clapping Emperor Cheeks, you know? I uh, see, I knew. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yes. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So the other big thing, though, is they announced Pokemon Legends Arceus. <laughs> They're uh, making a Breath of the Wild inspired Pokemon game set. In, That's like, kind of a cool. Set a hundred or so odd years in the past before like 
you, your character is making the first Pokedex? Should it be like in uh, VR? So you like start walking around the world and run out in front of cars and stuff like you do with Pokemon Go. I don't think they're gonna do that. <laughs> they want to kill kill more people because at least three people died. They gave their life to the cause. Right. Um, the trailer for Legends Arceus. He showed me the trailer. It actually looks pretty cool. I remember when I, I won't was play it, but it looks cool. Will you <clears throat> for Name of the Wind? No. When I was in. Uh, you promised. Sophomore year of college, I remember like I didn't play Pokemon Go, but DJ did, so I just drove him all around Timbuktu <laughs> for hours at night. Just he was just picking up. Shout out, hi DJ. <laughs> yeah, hey DJ. Would you have driven me around to play Pokemon Go if I'd asked? I did a couple of times. <laughs> oh, I guess you did. Um, Star Wars: The Bad Batch announces May fourth uh, premiere date. I hope it's as good as Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope most things are as good as The Last Jedi. <laughs> if everything was as good or better than The Last Jedi, we'd live in a beautiful world. Yeah. I, well, I just, I, I know that, I'm, I, by saying that, I'm probably losing you listeners, but... Oh, we kind of yell about the Snyder Cut every week. Yeah, we so. yell about the Snyder Cut, and I found that the uh, the overlap of people who don't like The Last Jedi and do like the Snyder Cut... It's a bumpy circle. It, it, it's a bumpy circle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I agree with that 100%. <laughs> and usually the, pe- the, the people who do like The Last Jedi and don't like the... Um, the Snyder Cut is a slightly less bumpy circle. <laughs> it's a good, yeah. it's a good circle. A, a large film. overlap. Yeah. Um, I remember working at the movie theater. So I was I was working at a theater when uh, Rise of Skywalker came out, mm-hmm. and just the amount of people that just unapologetically love that giant heap of garbage is ridiculous. <laughs> I think he's one of them. Yeah, I know. I, you so were. at the time, yeah. <laughs> over time, I my opinion on it has worsened i still don't i don't hate it but i also (laughs) don't i don't like it as much as i used to and i have some pretty major issues with it and i I like need to watch it again i like two exact clips like i like ray and kylo kissing no no i like uh, i like the all the forces and you up all the different voice i like that's a fun sequence i suppose like it's having your cake and eating it too so yeah like, exactly we don't awesome. have to cast them we'll just have them record this real quick yeah you know what everybody wanted to see they wanted to see the force ghost and you have right. that established and you can show it and you're getting you and mcgregor back anyways and aiden christian back anyways and mark hamill back anyways right. to just do the damn thing stop being lazy if you're gonna put this much money towards a movie Sorry. I like like the part where all the ships come and it's like, oh, there's more of us. On your left? Yeah, I like that. That's a fun time. I like like those two 30-second clips in a vacuum. Uh So, like, there's one not-even-connected minute of Rise of Skywalker that I like. Okay. I'm I'm actually a big fan, I mean, kind of, of the, like, MacGuffin chase that takes up most of the second act. I mean, I guess it's fun, but... The, like, the I chemistry just between those three characters is what I really like, and I could watch them just go around the galaxy looking for shit for hours, because their chemistry's great. It doesn't matter. But what were they looking for? Can you tell me what they were looking for? A dagger. No. Is a dagger that if you walk up to a <clears throat> random cliff and hold it up, it tells you exactly where you need to go. Yeah. Right. Um, also, so that way you but wasn't there, there another, and there was another, another MacGuffin, and I don't remember what the next one was. It was like I, it was the it was triangle, the Sith, uh, not holocron. Ho- yeah, and he 
they found that, which led them to the next MacGuffin. Which was Bobby Frey. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, you know how many times in that movie they would kill a character and then be like, ha, just kidding, you not yeah. actually Hey, yeah, Jesse, how does it feel to know that Pokemon XYZ has more balls than Star Wars? I'm not surprised. that No, because they're fans. They literally had the exact same... C-3PO scene, like literally the exact same scene, and they stuck it, and they stuck with it. We are in such a dangerous place right now, okay? We're in such a dangerous place right now because, like, if you don't like a Star Wars movie, you can bully people into getting the one that you will like. And if you don't like a Justice League movie, you can bully people uh-huh. into getting the one you will like. And it, 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 it's it's terrible. The it's idea awful. that fans can now just scream loud and long enough at studios to get what they want. Like... And that and that, and that goes for a lot of things. Like, do you have any thought in your mind that John Krasinski is not going to play Reed Richards? No, he has to because well, literally, literally the world will blow up. This, I believe. I don't know. I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but I know I told you it like in person. Yeah. If John Krasinski wasn't the cameo, he is now. Like in the past two weeks, they have called up John Krasinski and said, "We'll give you any amount of money. <laughs> you have to film this insert." I don't even like him as. Reed Richards. I don't like oh, that cancer. I, I do. I, um, <clears throat> I, I, do you think that he can play Reed Richards on both ends of the spectrum where he is good guy Reed Richards and terrible guy Reed yes. Richards? Yeah, because Jim, because Jim from The Office is a good guy and also the worst person around. That's fair. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 well, also, I wanted Bill Hader. That's my, like, weird... I wanted, uh... Okay. <laughs> I wanted Glenn <laughs> Howlton. disagree, but okay. Glenn Howlton was my pick for uh, Reed Richards. No. Yeah, my but also it's just like, what if him and Emily Blunt? Was, I don't want them up. together. I don't want them together. I think <sighs> either of them could play those roles really well, but I wouldn't want them to play them together. Well, because we also have talked about uh, Jake Johnson as Ben and uh, Max Greenfield as Reed. Have you watched New Girl? That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. yeah. I really like Jake Johnson as Ben. That's right. yeah. really good casting. I'm tired of hearing, of seeing John Cena, and yeah. and I'm tired of seeing just, like, like he doesn't have to. He I doesn't mean, have to be I honestly guy. thought that um, Miles Teller and what was... Uh, uh, Jamie Bell? It was Jamie, Jamie Bell, Bell yeah. in, in a different movie could have been really good casting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Characters. And Jamie Bell is not a big guy. That, no. He doesn't... Ben Grimm can be a tough guy without being yeah. John Cena, you know? Right. And it's hard, like, if you put him in the well, movie, yeah, then you can't even see him, and it's like... Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, like, we were talking about how we, uh, Jake Johnson and Max Greenfield, both of them would play those roles really well, mm-hmm. but, but seeing them together, together would be distracting and weird, because yeah. I'd just be like, oh, new girl. Yeah. And not fantastic four right get zoe they should know the dire hair blonde again like she was an elf and bring her in and yeah there you go yeah who's the other guy uh lamar oh. morris yeah lamar morris yeah um, there you go there's your uh there's your fantastic four yeah, yeah. he's your human torch and don't tell me that they can't be brother and sisters we already done the uh kate mara uh michael b jordan, jordan. Yeah. yeah speaking <laughs> of michael b jordan maybe probably yeah I um Superman reboot is in the works at WB and JJ Abrams' Bad Robot has been writ- to be written by Marvel Comics writer Taneshi Coates. Is that he was, a, he was an author before that. Yeah. And then yeah. Casting search for Superman has not yet started. Superman reboot will reportedly be a black Superman story. So is it gonna be uh, It'll be Valzon. And not Kal-El, but Black this time. So has it been take place who has anyone has anyone Cal- said though Val Zod though? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't um, see why. J.J. Abrams has said before that he's interested in doing a Valzad story. Listen, man, dude, you gotta do a fucking good Clark Kent story before you can do a fucking Valzad yeah, story. That still hasn't even happened, but, like, <laughs> but it, it, that's an interesting, like, is Clark Kent gonna already be there? Is there gonna be, like, what, is, I haven't actually read the Valzad Um, so... Does it have to have a Superman prior to... No. No. Because it takes place in a universe where... A lot of characters have either been race bent, gender bent, or had like huge changes to their origins. Okay. And um, he's just that's like on purpose. So he's the Superman of that world. He doesn't need a Superman to exist before him. But I think it could be interesting to sort of put in like an older Superman and then have Valzad there. Yeah, no, I like Into the Spider Verse. Right, it it would be yeah. an end of the Spider Verse thing. Yeah, but it's literally. What I can get be. down with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, it could work. I mean, Michael B. Jordan is perfect for that role. He I is. Do, yeah, I, I do agree with that. Mm, I wonder what Jar Jar Abrams can do with that. It'd be interesting. I he's really good at starting things. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. It, I, but like, or maybe he'll just make the Christopher Reeve <clears throat> Superman movie. But like, sorry, Michael B. Jordan this time. You know. I. Um, and I wouldn't hate that, you know. I mean, I like I like that movie. If he yeah. wants to Force Awakens, Superman, more yeah. power to him. Yeah. Yeah, I could. I can. I'm not against this news. No, I'm I'd, not, I'd rather see like a good Clark Kent story first, and it works in the context of the story. Clark Kent does not have to be no, and I'm, a, a white guy. Yeah. Right. Um, well, the other thing is, and I've seen this discourse a lot. Uh, a lot of like uh, minority creators I've seen have been like, "Can you just make like? You don't have to just make Superman, but he's black this time. Just maybe make like something with starring a character who is black. Like I've like seen Static that. Shock, right. like a Static Shock oh, movie, or like right. a John Stewart movie. Like yeah, there are plenty of awesome, and we're getting that. And we're getting the Jaime Reyes movie. They yeah, have so access to all of those characters from. Um, Dude, uh, Wayne McDuffie universe. Milestone. Milestone, yeah. They have access to all oh, of those characters. Icon. Yeah, Icon. Icon would, would be so cool. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. That's like, where I... I well, that's, that. what I, that's what I saw. People are saying, we don't need you to, like, pity make Superman black and then have people blame it on him being black if it's not a good movie. Just make, like, an Icon movie or make, like, a John Stewart movie or make, like, a whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. Like, <clears throat> that's, that's what I would rather see... Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Valzad exists in the comics, so it's different. Um, yeah, and he's and he's a yeah he's a character on his own right. So I mean, yeah. But at the same time, you you haven't successfully made a modern super day Superman movie yet. You know, like right. no one has made successfully made a modern day Superman movie. Now this show might be close, and that actually might be a good excuse to go in a different direction. I haven't sure. watched it yet. Um, yeah. But, uh, I don't know. But, uh, at least we got Pattinson. That's all that really matters. Yeah. Pattinson. Rob, Rob Bat, the Bat and Bat. Rob Bat, Bat and Bat. Uh, and then we also had our first trailer for Luca this week. Did you see that? No. I, have you I seen have. Call Me By Your Name? Yeah. It's a cartoon version of that. Why? <laughs> it looks like a Pixar version of that. It, Why? It's not that. It is that. It isn't. They're not gonna fuck. Jesse, I'm sorry. These fish kids are gonna bone. Like, I don't make the rules. Why? I just report on them. <laughs> Why are you doing this? I mean, no. It's about two mermaid fish friends 
in the Italian countryside on an unforgettable summer. Where they hey, make so it is Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> but Fish Kids, yeah. Why, why, why remake the movie? Why not? Yeah, is it the same I mean, maker? No. no, I mean no. It's it's a Pixar movie. It's a Pixar movie. Oh, okay. Maybe they just want to remake uh, Call Me By Your Name, just not starring actual cannibals. You know, like. I personally loved Soul, so I'm on board. I wish watch whatever now. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for it. I think it looks fun. Yeah. Uh, and I believe... But when you tell me that they're just re... I thought you were being serious. I mean, I am. That's like... what this movie is. <laughs> it's it's, it's it, it, actually nothing like that. It's yeah. if Call Me By Your Name was made... It's like half Call Me By Your Name, half like Aquamarine. Like, <laughs> just have water. That's the Venn diagram of what this movie is. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> I'm willing to pause and show you the trailer right now, and then he can he can weigh in as to whether or not it's fish. Call me by. I him. mean, sure. Okay. Okay, so we're just back from watching that trailer. What you? Am I right? Or? I mean, yeah, you're right. I think. I mean, it's more obviously more metaphorical than. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. The the metaphor is very strong there. What What's the metaphor? We're not, we're not, I mean, I think that they they have a secret, and that everyone is against their secret, <coughs> and. Oh, everyone in that small village is against their secret. Are you saying that they can't show their true colors? Yes, they can't show their true colors. That's <laughs> the very obvious metaphor of the whole thing. What could it mean? What are those colors? But I also saw kind of a little love triangle thing going on in there. So, Maybe. Yeah, yeah, there was another, there was another person. So, what was it? There was so it's a, really call me by your name, yeah? Yeah. Call me B-I, yeah. Yeah. Call me by your name. <laughs> Um, yeah. and for the last thing, probably. Did you guys watch that movie for this month's podcast? No. 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 Uh, <laughs> darn, you know, Nambla didn't really fall under the parameters of the month of love. <laughs> wow. Really um, not progressive back in here. <laughs> <laughs> is Nambla progressive? Uh, I don't know. Do either of you know what Nambla is? No. No. It's the National Man-Boy Love Association. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's... that's uh-uh. Oh, you know what? I was in my head thinking that, you know, because Timothy Chalamet was technically of age, but that character... But that character... No, he wasn't. My bad. No, <laughs> um, I definitely think that's not a category you should cover. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, and finally, Twilight Zone has been canceled at CBS All Access. Oh um, man, I don't know how I'm gonna deal with that seeing that anymore. I I like it. I also heard it was not canceled. Jordan Peele was just like, yeah, I'm not doing it again. I haven't been watching it. <laughs> I, I watched. We watched. The, we watched the Adam Scott one. I think. Yeah, I've watched a handful of episodes. Oh, we watched Kamal. I remember. Yeah, seen um, a couple of them. Jordan Fisher was just like, yeah, I'm gonna do other projects, and they're like, no, 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 please don't. You say Jordan Fisher or Jordan Peele? Racist. Um, no, I just am very, very tired. <laughs> I slept for like four hours last night. Oh, on progress. I'm a lie. <clears throat> um, Tired of... Because <laughs> Calvin got me drunk. Well, I mean, I got more than just you drunk. Right, so. you got a lot of people drunk. <laughs> yeah. Um, Music video shoot went, went well. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shout out Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... But yeah, uh, Jordan Peele said, yeah, I'm just not going to do anymore. And they're like, wait, wait, please? And he says, no, I'm okay. And they're like, well, we're going to cancel the show. And he's like, that's fine. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, man. I Now I should get on it and then I'll be upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I'm not upset. Oh, I just man. I don't care. I'm like <clears throat> I was always a huge fan of the original Twilight Zone. Yeah, no, show. Fair, yeah. That's um, why I didn't actually watch it. It was actually the reason I didn't watch it. That's I was kind of worried about it, mm-hmm. but it wound up being pretty good. The episodes I watched, I haven't seen all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it it was it's like a softer Black Mirror, which yeah. is. Um, I mean, yeah, Black Mirror exists. That's what I always thought, too, was, like, what's the point of doing Twilight Zone right. when Black Mirror exists? Because Black Mirror exists, so we should, we, should, we should do something like that, yeah. 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 It's it, just copy Black Mirror. It was... It's like a softer Black Mirror. Like, some of the episodes of Black Mirror where you're like, this could conceivably absolutely happen in real life. And, and break my entire understanding of the universe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> None of that shit off. Why don't you, you pick the audio? <laughs> I apologize, folks. Um, I'm teasing. I love you. Why well, don't love you? Oh, get burned. Are you enjoying that soda, Jesse? Are you, you princess? I took it with me. You got Coca-Cola coffee. What's the deal with that? I liked it. He, uh, it's poisonous to me. Uh, and my mom bought four of them for me because she's like, he likes Coke and coffee. He'll like these. And I tried one and immediately was like, there's uh, sucralose in that. And lo and behold, there is. Um, so I gave them to August. Then he's zooming. I will say that. Uh, yeah, he drank three of them while we were recording <laughs> one episode of the podcast last week. Incredible. And he was zooming, zooming around. I would zoom. Zoom, I zoom. Like right. a monster commercial. Mm-hmm. So should we uh, hop into... The main topic? The main topic. The the hell let's, let's talk about this fucking movie. Two nights stand. Two nights stand. Um, How is your news segment usually that long? Yeah, actually. Yeah, normally with guests it's a little longer, I but it's um, well because like last time we had a guest. Yeah, uh, last time we had a guest, uh, we kind of yelled about Spider Man for ten minutes. We did. Yeah. Or, did we not just do that? We no, also it did. happened. <laughs> I think it's the curse, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I actually think my entire favorite segue in the history of this podcast happened last week. Was the last time we had to guess? It was one of the better segues we've had. That was a fantastic segue. Yes, you know the ones. It's great. <laughs> um, so, uh, as is the tradition, uh, Calvin, would you like to sort of back of the DVD the plot of this movie? Okay, so you guys said you gave me a list of uh, romantic comedies to choose from, and I picked uh-huh. the one I knew I had seen, and not only that I knew I had seen, I I thought I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, it's called Two Night Stand. It is starring Miles Teller, Teller, Miles Teller, and Annalee Tipton. Yeah. Tipton. Mm-hmm. And it is about Annalee Tipton. She's like, ah, my uh, my fiance, he left me, and I'm so sad. And she's been like staying in her like apartment for like a long time. And her Kid Cudi wants her to leave. Yeah, and, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and and her roommate and Kid Cudi is like, hey. Uh, why don't you go have the sex? And she's like, Go catch some dick. And she's like, I can't just have the sex. And they're like, Use your laptop, and then you can just have the sex. And then she gets on her laptop, and she finds Miles Teller, and she goes, has the sex with him, and then, um, and then she tries to sneak out the next morning, and, um, yeah, the snowstorm has taken over, and now they are locked in together. There's a second night of the one night stand. Yeah, yeah. And, some shenanigans ensue. Some yes. shenanigans do ensue. Yeah. So, um, I, 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 I was of the opinion 
that uh, this film that was released in when was oh it? so also we, the way we uh, structure this is oh, for bad. a little bit we talk about uh, non spoiler spoiler stuff okay so, um, and our like just general thoughts on the movie then we give it a grade out of like a like a letter grade my bad I'm just no I apologize um, you were doing the recap <laughs> yeah basically because normally we'll go up to like that point in the movie okay. yeah back to the DVD box yeah, yeah that's, back. that's about as far as the DVD box goes right yeah so, <clears> so let's talk a little bit about some non-spoiler stuff and thoughts and opinions and then we'll give it a grade jump into yeah. spoiler cool. yeah I had fun with it yeah it yeah time. it was yeah. fun it was a good time yeah <clears throat> I've seen it I felt emotion <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it really got me feeling in many emotions um I like it but it's not a particularly good movie <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not going to win any Oscars, but I had a lot of fun with it. No, I don't think that it's going to win Oscars, but right. I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. And I, I, I definitely think getting into that more in, in spoilers would be... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it has a lot of heart, which I... It does have a lot of heart. And I, I, without spoiling it, I do think it's like a good 75% of the movie, and then that last 25 yeah 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 it really goes off the rails <clears throat> a little bit <laughs> yeah um which is sad because yeah never mind <laughs> I, like it. I like it as like a fun little indie film like yeah for like a million dollar budget which is what it is like yeah do you guys remember like that year when there was like 12 miles teller movies coming out like all at the same mm-hmm. time 2014 yeah. the year this movie came out is it that one well because like no like the next like I remember there was like a year when like Bleed for This, Thank You for Your Service, and Only the Brave were like three trailers I'd see before every movie I went to. Right. <laughs> okay. So, twenty fourteen was Whiplash, That Awkward Moment, Divergent, and Two Night Stand, and then twenty sixteen was Allegiant, Get a Job, War Dogs, Bleed for This, and then twenty seventeen was Only the Brave and Thank You for Your Service. Yeah, and then that was the last time he was in a movie. No way. Well, I mean, Top Gun Maverick hasn't come out. What about what about Bleed for This? What, what year was that? Bleed for This was 2016. 20, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, he did Too Old to Die Young for uh, in 2019, but it was like a 10 episode web series. And I, hmm. oh, and he was on a he was on a Nicholas Winding Reference show too. I watched like the first half of that too. What was that called? The Unusuals. Or wait, was it called Only the Young? Only the Old Die Young. Too old to die young. Yeah, too old to die young. Yes, you just said that. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that movie has a that TV show. Has have a you ever seen um, Project X? Yes, I have seen Project X. <laughs> Do you remember how Miles Teller cameos as himself? Yeah. I'm looking at that, and it's so weird to me because he had only done Rabbit Hole and Footloose up until Project X came out. <laughs> so, oh shit, it's Miles Teller, and I'm like, and I now I'm like. Oh, yeah, it's Miles Teller. Like watching but, that movie now is completely different than watching. Yeah, that if movie I now. watched it when I was in eighth grade, like twenty twelve when it came out, I'd be like, <laughs> "My favorite thing though is <laughs> homie didn't even have a Wikipedia page when that movie not, came out." They're not like it's Miles Teller the movie star. They're like it's Miles it's Teller, Teller the cool <laughs> senior at our high school. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that is true. He, he plays man. baseball. Yeah, he's baseball. Oh, he's a college jock. His crediting in that movie was Miles parentheses college jock. It says that. Right what has Annalie Tipton been in? She was in um, I'm Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling's fucking my daughter. Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah, oh, she was the yeah. um, babysitter. 
the babysitter in that, who's in love with Steve Carell. And who gives some nudes to a child about it. Uh-huh. She was in The Green Hornet. She was. She was in um, another thing I saw her in the other day. Not other day. At some point. Huh. I don't know. what It, it might have been... It's interesting to see, like, two actors and, like, on that bridge of the up-and-coming, like, what it could be. And she was, like, America's like, next top model or whatever, and that's why she was famous. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like... She was in Lucy? I don't remember allegedly that movie at all. <laughs> Is that Star Johansson Limitless? Yeah. yeah, I remember when I had to watch that for sci-fi cinema at UNC, and it's just, mm-hmm. I hate this movie. I hate this movie. I hate movies about <clears throat> the concept of unlocking the, the next part of your brain. Well, also, I don't know why you needed to make Lucy. I mean, Limitless is... I like Limitless. Limitless is great. Yeah. She's also in the Limitless TV show spinoff. I just saw that. <laughs> I never watched the TV show spin off because the movie was great I don't know who Bradley Cooper killed I I can't imagine a reason they got him the cameo as as oh my god yes (laughs) we have blackmail on you you're coming to do the CBS version of the show (laughs) no they probably just asked him to do an Avengers thing on the same day and he said no I'll go go do that (laughs) oh they need me for Limitless the series sorry guys cameo for Limitless TV show can't make the I don't know but I believe this happened wholeheartedly I believe that in November of 2018 Kevin Feige had a meeting with Bradley Cooper, then he said, So Bradley, how would you like to direct Guardians 3? And then Bradley Cooper just booked it, dove over Kevin Feige's desk, <laughs> dove out his window, tucked and rolled into the parking lot, looked around, <laughs> and a taxi, and never looked back. Bradley Cooper hates the MCU so much. He's so good as Rocket, but though. He really he, does. He's Rocket. In, he's, <clears throat> Rocket so is the most emotionally complex character. He isn't. <laughs> so He's not even close. But he incredible. is a good character. It's incredible. He's great. But he wants nothing to do with these movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are so off topic. Yeah, this is how it goes. Oh, yeah, okay. it, we, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not the one spinning us into... No, we, we go <laughs> on fun little tangents. Yeah. Um, okay, I know... Okay, so I know Calvin and I both have stuff we're to talk about, spoiler-wise. Do you want to hop into spoilers and we can... Yeah, how do you do your rating system? Like, uh, like, a, like a school like grade. Like a school grade. A school grade, yeah. okay. So, yeah. You can do stars if you want to be a dick. Right, yeah. Yeah, 12 <laughs> stars out of 5. No. That's <laughs> being... Uh, Go ahead. It has a Snyder Cut grade? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely can already tell it's got a higher score than Snyder Cut. Definitely. Um, this is a better film than the Snyder Cut. <laughs> I want to know what August goes first. I uh, I'll give it like a B. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I'd, an eighty-three. Yeah, I'd say right around there, eighty-three, yeah. eighty-three-ish. Um, I dig it. It's a lot of fun. It's not a perfect it's movie, fun. but I'm, I'm excited to see what it. you guys have to say because I don't find it particularly deep. <laughs> well, and and you you said a B, so an eighty-three. I would mm-hmm. say like an eighty-five. So I had that solid not B minus area territory. Right. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. Solid yeah. B. Be- and I'll, I'll get into that because I, I do have a <clears throat> lot of thoughts on this. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, we are officially into spoilers. Spoily oilies. Spoily oilies. Yeah, now. You gotta say it. Say spoily oilies. Spoily oilies. Yeah. So exactly. if you were worried about this 2014 rom com getting spoiled for you, you're safe. Of, yeah, no, of this movie that's free to watch on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> like, whole movie uploaded on YouTube. <laughs> 
Good to know. I, I rented it for three ninety nine for this podcast. It's free on Prime. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I screwed up hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, first of all, since we're now in spoilers, mm-hmm. did you guys see the whole closet scene coming? Because I didn't see the closet scene coming. I'd seen it before, and the closet scene still caught me off guard. Was she when, like? Yeah, when what, she like figures out that, that he's, he's got he, a girlfriend. She's the other woman. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. This is a fantastic twist that is see, flung down the toilet. I yeah. <clears throat> trying to think. I guess like on a more like metaphysical level of someone who knows how movies work, I saw it coming because I was like, man, it doesn't really feel like anything's like I, what it's going to. Right. I didn't <clears throat> think that this movie was gonna have a twist. I I know that it's it's. Um, I, I do that though where I get to watching a movie and I stop thinking about the fact that it is a movie and then I, I yeah, which is the yeah. weirdest thing for me but like I start watching it and I'm like oh this is great they're going to fall in love and they're going to be happy ever after and it's going to be amazing and then she gets up and opens the closet and I'm like oh. <laughs> yeah. well it's also like fairly well foreshadowed because he gives her her, his, uh, her ski suit or whatever I guess I, I just I didn't see it I didn't see it well I remember because the first time I watched it I too was shocked I was like oh no Miles Teller's an asshole yeah Miles Teller character well no he's has... not and that's the sad thing is that yeah. like yeah. they're, they're well, too also... scared to go that route <laughs> yeah I also I for personal reasons Miles Teller's arc is very like yeah I get it Um, <laughs> I think but yeah no, I remember the first time I watched it I was like oh my god this is like I was shocked by it and then the second time I watched it which was with you Watching this for the first time with Jesse was so much fun. Um, yeah. Well, I'll tell you about it in a minute. It was, it was a good time. <laughs> he, um... So I remember when the... He was like, oh, here's this ski suit. And she goes, why do you have a girl's ski suit? And he goes, oh, it's my grandma's. So I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the first time I watched it with I Jesse... Yeah, I didn't even realize that. I've seen it now three times. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> when I watched it with him, he, uh... So the first scene where, like, she gets up and then they're all, like... Yeah, he sets off the alarm or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Every time she said something about how bad he was at sex or, like, how lame he was or whatever, (coughs) Jesse just went, bummer. (laughs) (laughs) He said bummer five times, like, bummer. (laughs) Yeah, he had some bummer moments. Yes. Well, and it... it, Well, it's... That's what I found so interesting about it. I, I, uh, I think that um, it was 2014, right? Yes. If this movie came out this last year, it would have been a whole hell of a lot more popular. It probably had got a higher rate. Probably, yeah. Probably. I, think, I think because, first of all, you have your quarantine without quarantine movie. People yeah. don't want to watch movies about what's going on right now. You don't want to watch Michael Bay's Songbird? Right. But when you relate to what is happening without yeah. like, having that, it, it feels... Good. I gotta uh, say, when there was this blizzard the other week, this was a fun movie to watch during a blizzard. You know? uh, yeah. yeah, it really helps to feel that emotion of it, and uh, to on to that end as well. Um, our like when this movie came out, it had to be close to the tender turn. Like it had tender had to be yeah uh, yeah along. <clears throat> well, that. actually, what I found funny is I was reading about this in the production of it all. Um, <laughs> the script didn't originally have the blizzard i don't i didn't say what it was mm-hmm. but the um hurricane that happened in 
New York was like, oh, yeah, let's just put a blizzard in here then. Yeah. Like, it was just written into it. But for, for what you've just brought up about him being terrible at sex, right, and stuff, is like, in, t- <laughs> in, today, in today's culture where, like, the Tinder thing exists prevalently, it's not getting on your computer the way that they do. <clears throat> right. The hookup culture, right? It's interesting to think about how many of those um, interactions are probably as disappointing as she made it out to be, right? Right. And if they just had the moment to talk, and even if you, with somebody like that, if you just had the moment to be locked in somewhere with them for two days, it's it's going to, it would make, I wonder how that would change that, you know, yeah. dynamic in that relationship. You could really remake this movie, like, right now. And it would yeah. probably make it better. I yeah. mean, it just, it, it like exists the, on that end. The it, funny thing that yeah. dates it the most is that stuff. Because she, like, you know, she um, logs on to this <laughs> website on her laptop. And then she goes, oh, I need to FaceTime you to make sure you're not going to murder me or whatever. And I'm like, shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. Right. 2020 call like yeah yeah that's not how that works no more yeah you just show up like is this the right spot kind of close to the train tracks okay (laughs) put a knife in your back pocket just in case yeah (laughs) but uh yeah i really like this as like a nice little small indie film though like 19 day shoot really yeah, I can totally see that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's two characters for the most. I mean, the movie goes off the rails after the twist because, like, yeah. first of all, they didn't have the balls to fulfill the twist and be like, he has a girlfriend. Solid, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He has a girlfriend. Yeah. Had it gone that direction, it could have gone a complete, like, it could have taken, like, that and another. But to go. Uh, she wrote me a letter, and she was going to leave me, and I found it, so I just didn't care anymore, and I wanted to hurt her. It's just like, it's convoluted. It's too much. And then, I'm sorry, but if anybody ever throws me in jail to try and get my attention, that's one big issue with the movie. It, because, like, the whole time, even though he does, like, the asshole thing, mm-hmm. where, like, oh, he cheated on his girlfriend, <clears throat> maybe up for debate, I don't know, but, like, he did. Mm-hmm. And, but he's still all around like a likable yeah. guy. And Telly throws her ass in jail. Throws her in jail. <laughs> and then she is like, it's okay. Yeah. Well, no, she's like, she's not like, it's okay. I mean, it t- but it, like, no, she says, like, once you make me laugh about once it, I laugh about about it then I'll forgive you and we can be together. And he's like, Sick one-liner, and... No, that's not what happens. He, um... So she says... something. No, so she says, um... It's quick. It's like a two-minute turn. Let me say it. <laughs> she says... Because he's like, oh, you know, we're going to be together forever. Uh, maybe you're a super racist. Uh, Miles Teller. Uh, uh, and then she, you're going to find this all funny one day. Uh, and then she's all, I'll tell you what, I'll call you when I find it funny. And then she laughs. And yeah, so then... He leaves. Like, he gets the other phone number. He leaves. I mean, he, like, goes around the corner, I guess. Because yeah. he's like, she hasn't laughed about this in five minutes. Let's be on standby. Right. And then she's, like, looking at the balloon he got her. And then it spins around, I guess, for the first time. And then it says, sorry, I'm an asshole. And then she has a... That's not even funny. Like, it had to be, right. it had to be a line, like, that he had said or something that would work. I like, like it more call- like that, though. A callback. It should have been a callback. It's something... 
something that was. Something I can guarantee you, if this movie had like a callback to something earlier, I probably would have forgotten. I would have been like, "Well, they, or, they get the opportunity to do something." Well, yeah, go ahead. Hear me out here. They find another way to get them back together without putting her in jail. Because that makes the most sense. And like, even in that scenario, I don't imagine the the neighbors would have pressed charges. Like. Like, they were trapped. They had no food. They were out of town. Well, no, they're, 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 they're the neighbors don't press charges. Like Yeah. So, but they got them arrested anyways. Like, they got them arrested anyway. It's stupid. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just not a direction that movie should have gone in. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Um, but everything leading up to that, I think, is pretty great. I liked, I liked it for what it was. It was like a rom-com kind of like. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, it's interesting to be like... To, like like I said, that you think about like what that hookup world is like. You go to someone's place, you, you hang out with them for a little bit, talk for a little bit, have sex, and never think about them again. And for that to be the way that like like her having that disappointment, they like skipped like seven months of dating in order to skip right to that conversation of like this is what you're doing wrong, fix right. it, and it's like. <clears throat> It's interesting to think of like that quarantine life and how all of that like affected their relationship and brought them closer together, which is not how that works. Is that how quarantine right. works? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> not quite how it works. You have to kind of like think about uh, like how how if if this movie was remade, how how would you take the knowledge of everyone knowing what quarantine is like? And putting that within this, I mean, I guess it probably wouldn't be a rom com anymore. <laughs> right. well, that's true, but also like snow melts at a much faster rate than pandemics go away. away. <laughs> like, snow, like when you get snowed in, it's an it's an inconvenience for a day, right? And so <clears throat> you're not as like stressed about it, yeah. Like, whereas like quarantine, quarantine is like. When yeah. is this going to end? We've been at this for a year. Well, and that's what I was thinking while watching is like, you know how the rom-coms are supposed to make you like, uh... Forget? Forget. <laughs> like, feel like a desire for a particular type of relationship. It's like, yeah. if there was a quarantine relationship, this is the way you would want it to go. Except for the part where you open the closet and somebody has a food frame. But, you know... Or the part where you end up in jail. Or the part you end up in jail. Yeah. Or the part where you go home and there's a thousand people in your house and they're all giving you a, <laughs> a, a, a pandemic disease. <laughs> right. So how would you remake it for the quarantine? Just like... Huh? Well, you're talking about remaking it for the quarantine. Like, I'm just, like, broadly asking, like, if you guys were in charge of, like, rebooting the two-night stand <laughs> but to make it more relevant seven years later. Well, I, I have this, too, and uh, I, I think this is relevant to uh, something. So, Jesse, uh, you were in a, in a rom-com. Is that what they they called it? Was it rom com? <laughs> well, there was some rom and there was some com. But it was a, a drama, <laughs> right? It, it was actually a dark, gritty drama. But were, uh, were you in that too? No, but I sure was picked up by him in costume one day. Uh-huh. And um, I I haven't even seen it. You haven't uh, seen it? No, because it's not on YouTube. I, I'm begging everyone I know who was in it to somehow get me a DVD. Did you not go to the showing? No, because I, 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 I was—I don't remember what I was doing, but I know it was supposed to premiere that one night, and I was gonna go, but there was like a blizzard. Yeah, it snowed real bad. And uh, like Jesse, I also know these filmmakers very well, and I've right. told, told uh, both of them, and I've told the cinematographer this, and I've told Miko this to the, the co-star. Shout out Miko. Yeah, shout out Miko. Uh, shout out Eli. Shout out James. Shout out Gareth. Uh huh. I would love that movie. <clears throat> 
to have made a hardcore twist and just go straight horror at the at the third and he's, yeah. he's in an insane asylum right well because he's talking to all these voices right in his you've head. seen voices I asked him well and I, I asked you this because you picked me up and you were telling me about it one day and I asked him like he was I remember the first time we talked about this movie he was telling me about it and I say so what are the rules like does X <laughs> does Z does Y does Z and he goes I don't know get some fucking French toast. Like, uh, 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 well, and it, and it was. I actually had a lot of fun watching it. It was a great time. I, I didn't work on it, but it was it was a great time to watch. And yeah. I, in my head, I just love doing that with rom coms. Of what if this movie went left instead of right? Like instead of she opens up the closet and there's girlfriend clothes in there. Like there's girlfriend's girlfriend skin in there. Girlfriend skin there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> girlfriend's head. He has the girlfriend suit. It's like you're next. Like this much. Much, much better ending. <laughs> um, then he throws her in jail for murdering his girlfriend. <laughs> right. It was a crime of passion, officer. She was so jealous the dick was too good. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. She was had she had lots of notes. <laughs> she had so many notes. Like I just remember she stands up and she just starts pacing in front of him like, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, you gotta do this. Well, because like, especially because Miles Teller's notes were like, have the lights on, maybe. Or like, have your lights on, maybe, and, and maybe like your clothes on. <laughs> right. And then she was like, "You're bad at sex. Why do you? Why do you eat me out like this? <laughs> why, <laughs> why do you fuck me like this? <laughs> have you ever fucked a person? Is this the first time you fucked someone? Why do you do it like? No, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> No, I actually, she I have my girlfriend. Yeah, but look in the closet. She's <laughs> hanging up in there. <laughs> that would have been brilliant. But yeah, Jesse, how would you redo this? Um, I don't know. <laughs> the thing, I, I'd probably do it pretty similar because I, we've talked about this a little bit. I don't ever want to see COVID nineteen portrayed in a movie or TV show. Except Ever. for Michael Bay Songbird. No, especially Michael Bay Songbird. Actually, there's one exception, and it's the the Judd Apatow, the bubble, I think is what it's called. Yeah, I think so. Where it, it's about a group of actors who are all quarantining in a hotel together to go work on a movie. That's brilliant. It, it, I love that. Right. That's my, like, one exception. So there are a few exceptions, but this specifically, like, going to go meet a stranger in the middle of the pandemic, I wouldn't include it. But I would take some of the knowledge I learned from quarantine and how that works mm-hmm. um, and rework some of what goes on in the, like, while they're trapped there together mm-hmm. um, with, with that context. Right. But it would still be under the confines of it's a blizzard or something okay. that has them trapped in there. I have two pitches. Okay. Okay. So the first one is a COVID movie where um, basically the one of them, they fuck, and the next morning they're starting to go, and then they're like looking at their phone, and then they get a text from their roommate who has just tested positive. So they have to quarantine, and they're going to quarantine together because, I mean, you know, they just fucked. Right. Right. And my other thing would be, uh, I just thought of that just now, and as I said it, I was like, that doesn't sound as good as it did in my head. Wait, hold but, on. I think of it now. I'm like, <laughs> no, go keep going. So then, my other pitch would be, not like strangers, but they're like a new couple. They've been like dating for like a month tops, mm-hmm. and then they decide to quarantine together because it's fun. We're in the honeymoon phase. Yeah, yeah. And then it's 
an examination of the relationship. Well, and all that. And all the, like, the honeymoon phase See, stuff disappearing. I'd really like that, but that's also a different movie entirely. It is, yeah. And, and I, I, I like it a lot. I'm going to make it as soon as we finish this. You should do that. <laughs> all right. But, um, it's, like I said with Jesse, it's like, it's got to be, it's, use the COVID thing if you want, but, like, the, the adjacent thing feels better. Like, when you throw COVID in a movie right now, you it's know, a bummer because yeah five years from now it's going to be like fine whatever hopefully that's the way it is you know hopefully not five years from now we're not still in this bullshit but like right right uh, but like right now you throw that in a movie it's going to turn people off like it's going to like it's not, not even going to turn them off but like when they stress about something covid relating the audience is going to stress about their own covid related well because you know the audience will be watching the movie presumably at least one person in this theoretical scenario is watching this at yep. a movie theater and if this movie is like we're gonna die of COVID they'd be yeah. like <laughs> yeah I'm in the public right now oh my god let me out of here but like to to allow something to be a metaphor and like this movie obviously wasn't made as a metaphor for COVID and no you know, miles though it's a time travel but it, it kind of works yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I think that. it's taken on new meaning right and and so like I for for in order for it to be longer you would have to find a, another adjacent thing that you can do that isn't a snowstorm snow go away right. that isn't a hurricane because hurricanes go away it has to be something that something keeps, that keeps these people trapped in their right. home but isn't gonna bum everybody out but isn't gonna bum everybody out I don't know like uh, what's her name Emily Tipton's place is being fumigated. Um, See, but she could always go stay with a friend. You know, right. you got to get past those arguments. They have to be trapped in the location. What if... Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Crossover this movie with The Purge. Maybe. But The Purge is pretty... No- okay. Girl moves to town, knows nobody. She's going to, like, get away from her old life, knows nobody. She gets settled in her new apartment, and she's really lonely. She wants to go meet somebody. Right. Um, she's still, like, her first weekend yeah. in, in the city or whatever. So she doesn't know anybody. She goes to go hook up at this guy's house. Apartment burns down. Her entire so the apartment. only person she knows is this guy. Oh, no, I was going to say... Oh, like... Like, it burns down in The Purge, or... No, it burns down just... I I, I, I understand what you're saying with The Purge thing, because, like, they're together, they're hooking up, then The Purge happens, but the problem is is that The Purge is a set date, so they would know ahead of time. Right, they'd be like, don't go fucking around in... And I agree that 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 would work. They're friends of benefits, right? Uh Uh-huh. It's a casual thing. They're like, oh, yeah, let's fuck, and then whatever, whatever, whatever. They fuck, they're taking, like... I don't know, it just goes longer than anticipated. The purge starts, so they have to spend more time together than they're used Dick's to. Dick's so good, lost track of time. Yeah, Dick's so good, <laughs> lost track of time. No, Dick's so bad, lost track of time. Oh. And then, as they, you know, have to interact over the course of a night, they kind of realize they hate each other, and there's always the element that one of them can kill the other, and it's totally fine. Oh, That's shit. interesting, actually. <laughs> Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, that would actually. be fun. Yeah. Dick's I wanna see lost a, track of time. I wanna see a purge movie like that. I, That'd I, be really I, cool. I, I really want the tagline to be Dick So Bad Lost Track of Time. <laughs> <laughs> purge 
five quarantine. Yeah. Dick so bad last track of time. No, August had like two solid, solid movie ideas <laughs> in the past fifteen minutes. Thank you. Yeah. I. <laughs> I'm I'm avoiding talking about a certain subject. Yeah, I keep wanting to. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, not talk about it yet. Yeah, we'll, we'll tell you. Yeah, we'll yeah, tell yeah you I don't know. Anything. No one tells me anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I really like this movie. Though. Do we have anything else you really want to talk about? Um, <laughs> should we go through our rom com checklist, Jesse? That food made me hungry. I don't know that, about that that ramen? Yeah, it looked. Yeah, good, it was some man. good looking ramen. Yeah, um, all about it. Yeah, let's go through our rom com checklist. We have a rom com checklist. We do. This we haven't used makes... it. I think this is the first time we've used it this entire month. Yeah, so we can is... we can retroactively apply it this month too. Sure. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I don't yeah. know how many of these Calvin has seen, but so we'll just uh, go for it. Okay. So our rom com checklist is. It's three questions that answer whether or not a movie is... A good rom-com. A good rom-com. If they've done their job in convincing me. Okay. Right. So first of all, if these two people met in real life, would they get along? Not at first, no. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. No. Right. But I also think it's important to note that that serves the story. That's the thesis. Yeah. So I can excuse... But is it, okay, but isn't that the way rom-coms work I mean I feel like in most rom-coms I've seen like they hate the person at the beginning and then they well no because this list started this list started with um Drinking Buddies Drinking Buddies and in that one have you seen Drinking Buddies? yeah 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 that one they did go on right yeah but not it's not a hard and fast rule on that one we devised this list because (laughs) we saw some uh comments calling Drinking Buddies a rom-com and I'm like that's not what it is so then, okay, then this, then I think a rom-com rule would mean that they wouldn't get along at first. No, I mean, at some point, like, when I say get along, I mean, if, if you can. If you were friends, Eventually. If you were friends with Miles Teller, mm-hmm. and you were friends with um, Annalie Tipton, mm-hmm. and you all met at a party, mm-hmm. would they get along, is how I word it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the next question. Would you believe if they had feelings for each other? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it felt believable, yeah. If you saw these two people separate from each other, and then you saw them together, and then they told you they're dating, would you believe it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That is what I refer to as the uh, Sandler Aniston <laughs> rule. Um. <laughs> So if you saw Adam Sandler and you saw uh, Nick, uh, Nicole, Janet Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, well, I don't want to say Nicole, I don't know. Nicole Kidman? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, uh, you wouldn't believe that they're... Uh, I just, I appreciate when rom-coms... Have equally attractive people. Right, when they're at least in the same bracket. Okay, but like Jake Johnson and Olivia Wilde are not in the same bracket. <laughs> I think they are. Homegirl's fucking Harry Styles. She's not in this. She's not built the same as Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson is a very attractive individual. <laughs> but in within the context of that movie, it does make sense. Like, right. yeah, that one makes sense. I feel like within the context, because he doesn't like in that movie. I don't remember him ever believing like this is a hard and fast. This is going to happen. Like, she he knows she's out of his league in that movie, and that's part of the plot. Well, also like he never explicitly states throughout the entire. The entirety of the movie. I am interested in you. I would like something to happen. Right, because he knows better. Right. So that's why it works. And he also has 
Anna Kendrick. His whole ass fiance, Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Which is also out of his league. Right? Yeah. <laughs> also correct. I mean, here's the thing. Jake Johnson and Ron Livingston, yeah, they could be romantic rivals, just like, you know, not for Olivia Wilde. That's fair. <laughs> that's <clears throat> that's where that operates. But mm. I feel like there's just like, you know. We're yeah. It's mm. it's Look, we watched that King of Staten Island last night. And, um, not last night, the other night. A couple nights ago, yeah. Yeah, that worked. That worked perfectly. Well, I was going to say, because the movie had to do a lot of convincing to tell me that Marissa Tomei and Bill Burr or whatever did. Oh, not that one, yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The movie had to convince me real hard that Marissa Tomei was unfuckable, and they didn't do a great job. Oh, my God, what was, uh, I've seen that girl that plays, um, uh... Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson's girlfriend before. That was... That to me was extremely believable. I felt like that yeah. one made, like, not only made sense in like the terms of like they look good for each other, but like they, to me, I thought they were believable as like a real life couple. Like, the no, way I they, believe that we. Um, <clears throat> Jess and I talked about it like earlier. My only issue of King of Staten Island is that like, you know, when it gets to the end, when I mean, got spoilers for this movie, when he goes to her, I was kind of like. Is that what this was about all along? Like, I, I, um, well, the I other think, thing is, Judd Apatow movies in general are always just a little too long, mm-hmm. and King of Staten Island feels like seventy-five percent of two movies, and then like twenty-five percent of another movie. Yeah, and, and and I do agree that it was a pretty long movie, and that it, it like I remember because like I was at the beginning of the year I was trying to do like a, a New Year's resolution where I watch one movie a day and I picked that one night before work and I'm like Jesus Christ I gotta go to bed man like what well, no, that's where I was at going well, I watched it and I was like mm-hmm. man I don't want to watch it I again I didn't want to turn it off I, I'm not saying like I wanted to turn it off it's just long like yeah. it's super and I it's like 2 hours and 29 minutes I think which is yeah. like yeah a little bit too long for this but I understood the characters and I enjoyed it and yeah. No, I really liked it and I'm glad I watched it a second time because I've been meaning to, but I was like, I don't. <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we have a, a no, yes, yes for this movie on the rom com test. Yeah, no, yes, yes, print or asterisks, but like comma. That's the point. the no <laughs> is the point. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, do we want to talk about any of the others? Yeah, we can go through them. Yeah, let's go through them. Okay. And if you've seen them, you And this is the month of love retrospective. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Chicka chicka. Chicka chicka. Um. Alright. Uh, let's just go up the list. I'm trying to remember the list. Uh, <laughs> five year engagement. Five year engagement. Have you seen that one, Calvin? I don't think so. Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. I'm going to look it up, but I don't think so. You guys go ahead. Okay. Uh, I would call that one a. Yes, read, yes, read, yes. Read the questions again. Would they get along? Yes. Would they have feelings for each other? Yes. Would you believe them dating? Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I don't know. Have you seen any? Have you seen any of the Two All the Boys? Huh? Have you seen any of the Two All the Boys movies? No. <laughs> Okay. Wait, what is it called? <laughs> the to all, the all the Boys, boys I've loved, loved before. before. To All the Boys, P.S. I love oh. To All the Boys for Argy forever. Maybe. I remember, like, it came out on Netflix. I probably fell asleep. It was in college. Probably a different yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, for our Valentine's Day special, episode, we did a triple feature of all of them for our 
episode. Uh, it actually was not that much longer than a normal episode. No, it was not. <laughs> we talked about three movies. So. I think this episode is longer than it right now. Yeah. <laughs> but also, it was a pretty light news week. Yeah. All right. Um, so... Would Let's Lord, just evaluate Lara Jean and Peter Kavinsky's relationship. Would Lara Jean and Peter Kavinsky get along? No. They would not. <laughs> would Lara Jean and Peter Kavinsky have feelings for each other? Maybe. Lara Jean would. I mean, that's a factual right. statement. Lara Jean um, would. Peter Kavinsky might. No. I think he'd be like, yeah, I fuck her. <laughs> right. Um... If these two people came up to you separately from each other, and then came up to you later together, and then they mentioned that they were a couple, would you believe them? Yes. I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I'd be like, oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't immediately be like, I, you know, I thought something earlier, and I also wouldn't be like, no way. No. Oh, I'd be like, no way. I'd be like, <laughs> Peter Kaminsky's not dating this manic pixie dream girl. Who's Manic like, pixie dream girl. I haven't heard that term in a long time. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. I remember, like, she's too aggressively quirky to be dating this lacrosse star. <laughs> yeah. She's opened up his creative side because she's a manic pixie dream girl. Yeah, he writes poems now. Oh, no, he that. steals poems from Edgar Allan Poe. Oh. Annabelle Lee, and he just replaces it with Lara Jean. Wait, how can he steal poems from Edgar Allan Poe and try to use those as romantic poems. Yeah, he does. He <laughs> did. I don't know. I watched the movie, I guess. I'm not going to. Good. I mean, <laughs> not really missing much. I mean, they're fun, I will say, mm-hmm. but also, they're, they're at a good level of the this is dumb enough I can turn my brain off and just enjoy it, mm-hmm. but also good enough that I'm not distracted by the fact that it's yeah. not good. Like, it's right in the sweet spot. Yeah. I, um... <clears throat> I didn't, we didn't mention this in the podcast, so I'm just going to say it now. My favorite part about all those movies is that every time uh, Noah Centineo's Peter Kavinsky appears for the first time in one of these movies, it has, like, a hold for applause. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sitcom. Like, like, a, like, a, <clears throat> like a Captain America catches Mjolnir moment where he holds it for a second, allows the audience to clap, and then... The audience did. I did. Yeah. But well, I remember. He stood cried up a and yeah. cheered Wait, and when, cried. when this guy shows up, no one claps? Well, no. So here's what happened. I'm going to reenact it. I'm going to reenact it right now. Oh, okay. Uh, headphones are off, so I can't hear how loud I am. Yeah. But basically, so like in the second movie, he like knocks on the door. She opens the door. After knocking on the door, he presumably turned around and like... Is holding the flowers like this, like so. He's holding a beer bottle. He's holding a, <laughs> I don't have beer, of course. Oh, yeah. Right. So then he's holding he's the flowers. Holding she opens the door. He turns around like this. Wow. Right. And holds for like five seconds. Wow. Right. There's like a hold for applause. That is... And he... Yeah. He was turned around after knocking to just like kick it with the back of his heel. That is some 60 sitcom shit right there. Exactly. Wow. Okay. That is the biggest motion you could have made. Uh-huh. <laughs> God, that's a real thing that happens in this movie. Okay. I mean, yeah, uh, playing it cool. Playing it cool. Oh, I have okay. seen this one. I love playing it cool. That was fun. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. I'll just hate <laughs> it. I don't hate it. He's wrong and incorrect. I've come around to it being fine. I remember mm-hmm. that, like... Playing it cool is my favorite. Yeah, kind of hit me. Yeah, yeah. It kind of gets you. It's fun. It's it's satirical and it makes fun of rom coms, but in a way that is like 
endearing and not it's just it's easy shitty. to imagine yourself as Chris Evans. And yeah, yeah. And isn't that just the dream? Like, just like we all do every day. Exactly. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, damn, look just like Chris Evans I'm today. Just like Chris Evans today. <laughs> it's Michelle Monaghan, right? Yeah. Yep. Every time I post it on my Instagram story, I have to double check I didn't accidentally leak my dick pics. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Yeah. Remember that time, everyone? We saw we saw Chris Evans' cock. I think the same week Chadwick Boseman died. No. It was the same week. It was a good... No, it was the same week, I think. Like two weeks before. No, I think so it was... So we all know who leaked it now. Whoa! Marvel's like, whoa! <laughs> that was a bad joke. Whoa! Bad joke. <laughs> I love Does Chris Evans' cock cause cancer? Uh, no, I wasn't saying that at all. What is that? Spider Man. Spider Man, yeah. Spider Man's does for sure. Oh my god, that fucking. <laughs> so, by uh, the transitive property to this situation, what Calvin is saying is that Chris Evans. Did not say that. <laughs> no, I we don't need to explain this joke. Let's talk about playing it cool. I did not say that. <laughs> Read the list for playing it cool. I feel like my joke was better than that. <laughs> it's the same joke. No, it's not. What I was saying oh. was that when the picture got leaked, they're like, who leaked the picture? Well, the picture. Because, because, no, because uh, uh, Disney is a, a corporate overlord that kills anybody that interferes with their... Right. <laughs> That's how we know Tom Holland doesn't actually leak stuff because he's still alive. Right, because yeah. he is He hasn't alive. been assassinated yet. Yeah, he, he died mysteriously in a car crash. Yeah. Anyways... <laughs> Um, My bad. I shouldn't have. So would Chris Evans and Michelle Monaghan? I love Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rest in peace, King. <laughs> King. Yep. Uh, would Michelle Monaghan and Chris Evans get along? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Would they have feelings for each other? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. These two people came up to you, independent of each other, and then came up to you, dependent with each other, and then revealed to you that they were in a relationship. Would you believe them? In a heartbeat. Yep. In a heartbeat. Would have been like, you know what? I was I was thinking of hooking you two up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cause you know why playing it cool is great. Playing it cool is awesome. Fuck it's off rad. to both of you. <laughs> I don't even hate it. I just said it's fine. Uh, fine so, is too minimal of an opinion. To I also project onto it a lot. You do project onto it. I, onto I, it a I lot. do enjoy this though because mm-hmm. like uh, having being able to take sides with somebody and be like, I like this movie. You don't. You're wrong. You know, like when you get to do that, or if you guys were to do that to me, I can't know, wait. I enjoy to that. Just be like the instigator for the Snyder Cut episode because they're going to yell at each other and I'm just going to be like at my job they do the same thing but it's over different styles of potatoes and you know how boring that is it's literally potatoes right. like we have teams of diced and hash browns diced potatoes and hash browns this is so much better than that. Me, uh, <laughs> all right let's all throw out a controversial film opinion then Ooh. Ooh. Um, I'll start with I don't one. want to fight Calvin physically I'll start I gotta see if I have one uh, I think the first Avengers movie is the second worst film of Phase One, with the worst being Iron Man Two. No, Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. So you think Iron Man Two is better than? Yeah, I disagree with this hardcore. Yeah, I disagree yeah. with you. I'm gonna go with much. Thor and Iron Man Two are worse. Thor, than. Iron Man Two, Incredible Hulk. I would maybe put and first maybe of, Iron Man. Maybe put First Avenger under there too. I I think First I Avenger. I like First Avenger a lot, but yeah. I think. Avengers might be better than First Avengers. I think Avengers, Iron Man, and First Avenger are all kind of 
on a similar. So you are wrong, sir. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> um, well, some of you. One, one of you toss one out, so the other one of us can bang, uh, gang up on them. Tarantino <laughs> is um, super duper full of himself, and he's made a career out of uh, being admittedly very good at writing small talk. Hold um, on. Hold. Hold the phone. You have not seen I don't all, see of his all of his movies to be able to make do. this. Yes, you know, no, no, no. <laughs> okay, which ones have you not seen? No, you uh, haven't seen Reservoir Dogs. to tell you the ones I have seen. Okay. Exactly. Um, I've seen... You've only seen Pulp Fiction Once Upon a Time, right? Pulp Fiction Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Glorious Bastards and there's another... Hatefully. And Glorious Bastards Literally, is fantastic. you skipped two of his best films. Which two? Reservoir Dogs and Django Real. Unchained. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I do want to watch his stuff, but still, from what I've seen, and I have seen a good chunk of his other work, just not in the whole movie, um, he is great at writing small talk, and he's a very good writer, but he is gratuitous to the point of it not mattering. And he's a not a great director. He is a great writer, but he's not a great director. And everybody loves him because they like seeing stuff that is quote unquote taboo, which is why Once One Time in Hollywood is my favorite movie of his. Because it's not taboo. Yeah. There's not much taboo in that one. I don't think that there's the right glorious bastards is particularly taboo. I don't really find killing Nazis taboo. No, that yes, but the excessive. So do you want to see every, his Star Trek movie? Everything in excess. No. I because don't want to see a Star Trek. I movie. love Star Trek, and I don't want I even. If I was only thinking about the things I like about Tarantino, of which there are there are several, um, I, I still don't think you'd fit for I a star. I still think that you don't get to have this opinion to watch <laughs> this entire filmography. I just think that's the way it should go. I think you should have to watch everything. I will eventually. Eventually, but you haven't. <laughs> I'll probably still have the same opinion. I I, I, I realize that completely. I, I, yeah, that's what I'm, I mean. I don't think that Reservoir Dogs is going to exactly turn him around. See, Reservoir Dogs is one of the ones I'm interested in because it seems, from what I know, it's much more. I like, think you will conversation love based. Dogs. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think I'll really like Reservoir Dogs, or it won't hit for me. But that'd be fine. I know I'll probably really like Django. Um, Django is great. Django is great. Yeah. Django might be a little too long is its only problem. Yeah. And I also think he needs to stop thinking he's an actor and throwing himself in those movies. Because, like, it throws you off in Django when he shows up in that movie. And and starts throwing out hard R's. Yeah. yeah. And and he also has an Australian accent, and he can't... I don't know if he really pulls it off. Did you know he was going to be in um, in Glorious Bastards? He was going to be... I think you said he was going to be Brad Pitt at one point, actually. Oh my god. He was either going to be Brad Pitt or um, BJ Novak. Uh, did you know who was originally going to play the bear to you? Adam Sandler. That was going to be fucking He really? dropped out for, uh, I think, Grown Ups. Yeah. That would have been awesome, it actually. It was so good, right? <laughs> who ended up playing him in the... Eli Roth. Yeah. Um, He's also not an actor. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I do know. I know it was either B.J. Novak or Brad Pitt because probably B.J. Novak. I think that makes more sense. Yeah. I really hope that he didn't think he could play. Uh, well, it might have been Brad Pitt because the only because what I remember of what re- reading about it is that he was one of those two characters because they're the ones at the end who are leaning over 
After it, carving it, the swastika and saying, this is my masterpiece or whatever. Yeah. And then someone was saying how un- retroactively unbearable uh, yeah. Inglorious Bastards would be if the last shot was Tarantino leaning over the camera Tell saying, me. this is my masterpiece. And it's true. And, and, but, and I, I mean, that line alone as well kind of puts that I mean it is him saying it that's also part of my issue with Tarantino is he thinks he just has the biggest cock in in the world and I there's a there's a hard (laughs) there's a line between humility and um or between confidence and um cockiness and he is so far on one side of the line he can't even see it anymore I I I feel that I, I do feel like I wish sometimes I had more confidence as a director. Like just like making my stuff like instead of sitting in my bedroom and just thinking this is horrible all the time with everything I do, it's just it's not that fun. Maybe I could have the ease of relaxation of Tarantino be a lot better of the world. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but you know throw some more he doesn't in there have, and you'll be he doesn't have confidence. He has cockiness. Yeah, that's fair. And that is just off-putting to me as a person. But it doesn't have... uh, Like, his movies are as good as they are regardless of his attitude about them. That doesn't change. He he got up when he won the best uh, screenplay. And he said, well, when you win for screenplay, there's not really anybody you can think but yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like... (laughs) It's terrible. Well, I like Pulp Fiction. I think it's great. I don't. I know you don't. I like it a lot. And I don't like Hateful Eight either. I like Inglorious Bastards. I I love Inglorious Bastards. I love... I do love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I heard an interview of him. This is what... This is kind of... See, it's not even has to do with uh, with uh, his movies or anything. I heard probably has even less to do with Two Night Stand. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. But I heard an interview with him. It was like a recording and... I don't know where it came from. I can't know where to source it, and I can't say that it was 100% him or somebody doing an impression. It doesn't matter. Sure. What I heard was him making an argument in defense of Roman Polanski. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. That's a bad take automatically. <laughs> Very bad take automatically. Yeah. So I've been having that that uh, that uh, weird feeling about... I mean, like, already, I mean, all his movies were made with the Weinstein Company. had the whole fucking Uma Thurman thing that went down. Yeah. I mean, movies put aside... Did you ever Hollywood. hear the um, Miyazaki Weinstein story? Mm-mm. Have you ever seen... Um, I think it was Princess Mononoke. Yeah. Uh, so basically, when uh, Miyazaki sent the like mm-hmm. print of it to America, to the Weinstein Company, to like distribute, yeah. included was a samurai sword, and engraved on the sword was, no cuts. Wow. Because <laughs> Weinstein had... Told him, he's like, yeah, we're going to release it. We may have to make some cuts or something. And my wife was like, no cuts. cuts. Mm, Beautiful. I I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, I got to have a hard take now, huh? Yeah. Yep. We need a controversial take from uh, from Calvin. Yeah. I like Joker. That is a controversial take at this table. That's a controversial controversial take outside this table. I, I've had yeah, I mean, like, you're a white guy who's in the film, like, so it's not that controversial. But <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I do like Joker. I think that, yeah, yes, 
it is a remake of 70s movies. Right. And yes, it is not about the Joker. But, I mean, I don't think the movie doesn't work. And I also don't find... I also don't find that argument of, like, this is a toxic human being we shouldn't be making movies about to be valid because that's the point of movies. We are looking at people that shouldn't expect it. I feel like that's the point of movies, just not this movie. I, I... Why? I don't think that the movie makes any real effort to tell me that the Joker's a bad person. I think it makes every effort to tell you that the Joker is a bad person. It just puts you in that point of view. I mean, Robert De Niro is not a bad person. The guy's on the train, maybe, but Robert De Niro hasn't done anything bad. I mean, he's made jokes. He's made fun of people. I mean, that's what they do. That's what all those guys do. They make fun right. of people on a daily basis. This one just happened to get past security with a gun, okay? Yeah. And, and yes, when you're watching the movie, if you're into it enough, you know, you're going to kind of be on that position of you don't want the Joker to shoot himself in the head, which we've seen him practice through the entire movie. You don't want him to shoot the little old lady next to him or the guy next to him. We want him as an audience to shoot Robert De Niro. Does that make, does that make it, uh, uh, that's the audience reaction, does that make us wrong? I mean, we are still have to look at it and say, this guy is a bad guy. He is a bad guy. We understand that. We, I, I feel like we should understand that. I think that just because we're seeing the movie from the point of view of a bad person and we understand the point of view doesn't mean that we have to argue that it wasn't there, that it wasn't telling us he was a bad person. Which is fair. And to be honest, Calvin and I have talked extensively about our opinions on the Joker and we've agreed about pretty much everything. The only thing we disagree on is at the end of the day, he likes it and I don't. Right. And that's like everything you just said, yeah. I'm, I'm there with you. It didn't work at all for me, but it did for you, hmm. and that's that's film, man. I it just think in a more metatextual sense, like I understood that. I understood that, you know, bad guy or whatever. But I think broadly speaking, and you know, maybe morons exist. Maybe there's just a lot more morons than I thought. Mm-hmm. But also, I think broadly speaking. If most of the audience that at least I have observed walk away from the movie with the wrong take on it, that, yeah. That's not the filmmaker's fault. Well, I think, you know, the argument he made that it is, you know, if, like, he didn't... I, yeah, I think Top Phillips didn't do a good enough job of vilifying the Joker. No, wait, hold, hold on. If you can't watch that movie and understand that killing somebody is wrong... I agree that killing someone's wrong, right, but, like, but the movie says he killed somebody and then you're supposed to be happy about it for the next 15 minutes while they stare directly into the camera. I don't know. It causes chaos on a level that we... It and, does. And, and, and I understand celebrated, not condemned. Had they condemned, had the movie, even though the character isn't, if the movie condemned the chaos, then I could work with it. But it celebrates it. Yeah. Hmm. I I don't know because like it does. I don't think in order to sh- condemn it, you would show it any other way. Like, how would you show it differently in, to condemn it? I think you would have to show it the exact same way. Uh, because I, it's it's not telling you that this is right or wrong. It's it's what's well, it's, te- it's, t- it's showing you what's happening and like you 
you you have to trust your audience to a certain point of view. You can't just you can't you can't sit there and be like, okay, if somebody does something wrong, now I have to go and say, hey, this is wrong. Look into the camera, Joker, and make sure and tell them. Oh, I understand now. This is wrong. I'm in jail. You know, and that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I know saying, that, but <clears throat> keep no, keep going. Like the the again, like I'm I'm not a director, so I don't know how I would fix it. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, if, if somebody gave me a cake and they replaced all the sugar with salt, I wouldn't immediately be able to say, you made this with salt instead of sugar. You need to use sugar instead of salt. But I could say, this cake ain't This right. cake is, there's something fucky with this cake. Right. And I just, I feel like that more could have been done on part of specifically the director and also the writer, who in this case are the same person, but... In wearing those two different hats. Well, well, the same arguments now because of this movie come out are being made about Taxi Driver years later. Like they're bringing Taxi Driver back up and being like, "You're you're you're not supposed to root for this character." And I I, I don't agree that root is the right word for both of the characters. You're not rooting for them. You're kind of. It's not rooting. It's not. You're not. You're not. You're not praising what they're doing. You're empathizing. Not even empathizing. I don't think that like you. It's not even empathy. It's 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 just you. If we can't allow ourselves to watch these characters and do what they do and the horrible things that they end up doing and then and not understand that it's wrong implicitly without having to be directly told. I mean, who are we? <laughs> I think like, that's well. That's the thing, though. I mean, fine, but I. I haven't seen Taxi Driver, so this isn't my opinion, but I have seen uh, other people's opinion who mm-hmm. have seen Taxi Driver, where they say, um, in Taxi Driver, which is a very similar movie to Joker. Right. So um, if you've seen right. one, you've seen the other. Yeah. yeah. Nah, it's not that close, but... <laughs> right. If you've um, seen King of Comedy and Taxi Driver, you've seen the Joker. Martin Scorsese does his job of making sure that you know, even though the character may not, that what's happening is not... Right. It shouldn't be celebrated. It should be condemned. And no. And Joker doesn't. No, I think that if you were to watch Taxi Driver, you would see that there's no difference. Like, in the sense of, like, in, in this. In, in the, and that, that is, like, one of the biggest problems with the movie, and I still I agree sure. with that. But there is no difference in the way that they go, in the way that they show. Um, uh, the uh, the wrong things that they do and the way that they don't do or do not justify it is the exact same. I mean, if you look at the character, uh, Sybil Shepherd's character in, in Taxi Driver, he's a, she's a girl that he becomes infatuated with and uh, uh, and uh, tries to go to go out on dates on with him, and then he takes her to a a, a pornography place and uh, she to watch a movie and she's just obviously like what the fuck are you doing like taking right. her to this place and he tries to contact her again tries to get her to connect with him again and it doesn't work her character is not much different than um Zazie Beetz's Zazie Beetz character. character right yeah. in the sense of like see we don't need to look at how like we look at it through Zazie Beetz's point of view okay I mean like she like if, she, if we were able to see we don't see how a civil shepherd reacts well, I don't think we realistically see how Sybil Shepherd reacts to what um, Travis Bickle does at the end of uh, Taxi Driver. Um, there is technically a scene, but 
that's um, up to, for debate because it's tech, I think it's technically like a post death dream scene, so it doesn't really mm. count. But um, but like if we were to see either of their point of views afterwards, we know how they would react to what he's done. What what maybe like, that would have fixed it in Joker. Well, then it would have to fix it in Taxi Driver too, because that's not there, and and it's not it's it's it's. I don't know. In my opinion, my opinion is you just don't have to explicitly tell somebody something's wrong for it to be wrong. That's not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to show who the character is and what they've done, and it's obvious it's wrong. To me, it's obviously wrong. And no, I agree that. Oh, to, to me, me it's everyone's a every every asshole on the internet. It's not. Yeah, that's not. Tra- that's not Todd Phillips's fault. Fair. Well, but I mean, it's not his. But I have. But then, conversely, it's not him doing a good job. No, it's not his responsibility to to explain to to petty idiots that killing people is wrong because it is obviously wrong. Fair. Fair. (laughs) I think. I think some someday, we need to set aside (laughs) several hours to watch this movie like scene by scene, and then pause after every scene and talk about why we liked or did not like that scene of the movie. Because yeah. I think we could both... I don't think either of our opinions would probably change, but I think we could both understand each other's opinions a little bit better with it, like, right in front of us. Yeah. I mean, from... but Just real quick. I mean, from the first frame, in my opinion, the first... What even is the first frame? Uh, the first frame is him... Well, it's Gotham, and then it's him spinning the sign, right? Oh, yeah, okay. I never thought he was a good person. I just, I could see it there. I mean, obviously he's getting beat up and like that stuff. Yeah, the minorities were at it again. Yeah, but like... (laughs) (laughs) Those goddamn brown kids. Yeah, that's my other thing. This movie kind of has a weird relationship of race. And then the other thing is I don't... I mean, the screen, the acting, yeah, Joaquin gives a good performance. Yeah. Um, The cinematography, I wouldn't call anything particularly special. Uh, I wouldn't call the score. I love the... Oh, dude, the score is fantastic. The score is incredible. The score is... It's fine. It's good, but I don't... I don't love it. I don't... Yeah, that's what it is. I don't know if this was like a best score score. Do you think... Do you think... That people older than us, excluding me, like this movie that more than our generation does? I'm also older than you guys, too. uh, um, I can say my parents didn't really like it. Okay. My dad liked it. Um, I think my dad liked it. My dad liked liked the production design, but I mean, he was also from New York in the 70s. I don't know many people who are older than me who have seen it, who don't share most of my opinion. Has your dad seen it? No. Nor does he care to. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's where uh, my mom and my stepdad are. And yeah, don't care to see it. But it's, it's. I I I feel like I'm not getting my point across. But all right. <laughs> and that's yeah, that's all right. Someday we'll we'll set aside some time to be like we're gonna talk about. I just sure. I just don't think it justifies what he does, <clears throat> and I understand that you guys see that as it kind of does, but I I don't think the movie does. I do not think it does. That's fair. All right. So, yeah. What a conversation we had about uh-huh. Two Night Stand. <laughs> yeah. Um, go out and watch it. I would say yeah. I. It's a good movie. Would you it's recommend? Uh, yeah, have to, any, to a friend. Don't pay for it. Have a beer. Watch Two Night Stand. It's free yeah. on YouTube. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's only like an hour and a half. I, I mean, also free on YouTube is uh, Forgery and Country Mustard. So if you would, if you're looking Very for true. something, you could always just watch that. Well, YouTube's stuff. not one of the streaming services we endorse, <laughs> <laughs> but we do endorse Gollum's movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, go watch them on YouTube. It is actually free. Yeah. So. Real free. Um, so Calvin will be back here in. Couple weeks to talk couple, about Snyder Cut. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Well, yeah. The that is going to be a very long podcast. You kind of have to split it up. I yeah. say it'll I be say, a four. It'll be in black and white somehow, and it'll be a the podcast will be in black and white. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I gotta ask. We can We might need to like make the news like a brief brisk yeah. right there. Yeah. Like, that is gonna be. That is gonna be a long conversation. We actually had an idea that I was gonna to talk to you about after we're done recording. I don't okay. mean to stick my foot in your guys' podcast and be like, do No, it's fine. Way. Come on down to no. really tell us how to do stuff. No, yeah, yeah. No. Big city Fort Collins slicker. Yeah, get this I, I live in Loveland. Okay. Big city Loveland slicker. Okay, he has his own Barnes and Nobles in town. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Also, are you coming down to watch it here? I'll come watch it. Well I'm watching on Friday night or Either. We can do Friday night. Okay, yeah, let's do Thursday. Why don't we all pitch $70 and order the Snyder Cut meal box? (laughs) Oh, you guys can come up there too, either way. Yeah, we can do that too. Yeah, our place is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Let me spend the next couple weekends getting ready for Safe House 1618. Would you like to talk about that or no? No. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. Okay, you can't talk about it on our podcast. I see how it is. No, I, I haven't talked about it on any... I've been on other podcast. I haven't talked about it. I haven't... I mentioned, like... I'll say it's a crime horror film. That is it. That's yep. all I'm going to say. That's all you get to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. so, yeah. Uh, Calvin will be back here in a couple weeks to talk yep. about the Snyder Cut. Uh, just at the end of the credits, just says Calvin Shepard will return. <laughs> yeah. I want to come back and talk about other things, too. I, I'd love to get yeah, some genres. You guys that. are great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and then what are we talking about next week, Jesse? Have you forgotten? Uh, I, say I wanted to forget, but you didn't. <laughs> just, just tell the people. So, um, next week, guys, you know, we're going to do a lead-up to, uh. <laughs> to the Snyder Cut. And let me just tell you guys, a crisis is coming. <laughs> a crisis on Infinite Earths? Uh, yeah, yeah. We're going to watch all of the crisis on Infinite Earths on the CW. No shit. Yeah. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I know it's actually pretty good. I my biggest hang up is I haven't seen <laughs> you, you have so much work to do. I know. Oh my god. You don't really need to know what's going on in that world cuz No, I try the, I tried keeping up with them. I can't do it. Well, cuz all the previous seasons were build up to crisis. Dude, I say I tell you what, if they can turn out anything like that one scene in Lois and or Superman and Lois like for like general characters, like bring I'd say Keep going. Yeah. Like, start over right there and just spin off of that. I think Superman Lois is set in its own universe. Yeah, so keep going off of that, man. Because I think they're now universe. in like a rebooted post-crisis continuity. So. CW was such a mess, man. Those those yeah. movies were such a mess, and it's hard to keep up with. And I actually will die on the hill that Legends of Tomorrow is really good. Well, die on that hill, but you're going to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that's a pretty vocal fan base. Um, oh, really? It's actually the most it's, popular it's the most out of all popular of them. out of all of them. Really? Yeah. I was in, well, I was it's the Flash, second it was most. The Flash. Yeah. It was the second most because the Flash is more I, I, popular I, to like. I was watching Arrow as it came out in high school, and I was yeah. like, "This is just fun to watch." I watched the Flash first, then I watched Arrow, and then I watched. They keep jumping the shark, though. So they do. <laughs> but I think that in Legends of Tomorrow, it works. I really like it because it's like 
D tier characters that no mm-hmm. one really cares about, so they can do whatever they want with it. That seems to work the best with so many things. Like yeah, guardians. Right. There it goes. Guard- that's pretty much what it is. It's just time traveling guardians. Well, yeah, even uh, Avengers before. Right. They're technically like, yeah. Yeah. Those were C tier characters. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what looks to be James Gunn's Suicide Squad as well. Yeah. God. But like, <laughs> I really like it. About like the highest build character on Legends is. It's John Constantine, I suppose. Yeah. But before that, it was probably, like, the Atom. <laughs> they had right. no ability to do, like, real, true Hellblazer. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can call Hellblazer on network television. Yeah, that would be... But they did, um... It was a John Constantine-focused season four. Like, it was all about hell, and they fought Neuron or whatever. Really? Yeah. And they had yeah. to fight monsters that were coming up from hell just throughout time. Wow. And, I mean, you know, sometimes they're... And then your guys' love for Apocalypse War... Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, should we sign off? Yep. All right. Stay sticky. Stay sticky, my friends. And Calvin Shepard will return. Calvin Shepard will return. I will return. And...